0: Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another Out of the Rough Golf podcast. We got a special podcast for you. I think it's all of our, or at least one of our favorite tournaments of the year, major championship, the open championship, the champion golfer of the year. Um, We're going to get into that. Some of our predictions, maybe who we think we're going to win or who we think is going to win. And then we're going to, Also, have a little special podcast for you guys that you can choose to listen to or not um, about a little tournament we do called the Ranger Cup. It's a team four man event. Um, We got 16 guys in it um, and we go through a draft, break down each of the players, the X's and the O's of all of it. And um, if you care to listen to that, go ahead and listen to it. But uh, right now we're going to get into the open. A fucking major, the last major of the year, overseas, the 150th at St. Andrews.
1: I'm ready for it. Yes, sir. That's right. 150 years of Open Championships at the home of golf, named after myself, which is just real fitting. I appreciate that. Uh, Cool shout out. No, man, this is, you know, Dave was noting that this is one of our favorite events of the year. I think you're speaking specifically with me because the open championship is my favorite event every single year. And it's super special that's going to be returning to St. Andrews. Uh, you know, I haven't had the pleasure of being able to play it, but it's one of my favorite venues to watch play golf. And everyone that I've ever respected's opinion of golf that's played it, the greats, whether it's Jack or Tiger or Bobby Jones, they all say it's their favorite course. And if you don't love the course, it's because you're not seeing the course for what it is. So I'm so excited to see the modern game return to it. Uh yeah, I'm beyond stoked on cloud nine for this event. Yeah. I mean, that voice that you're hearing, that voice that you're hearing, we have two guests on the call along with me and Dave as well. We've got Ryan, the, 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 uh, the likely third, and then we've got our, our, our most vivacious and bombastic fourth, old Clint. Welcome to the pod. And it's always great to hear your voice. We you joining us after wow. a, a couple of months off?
2: vivacious i uh you know i really, well, I really
3: like that description <laughs>
2: yeah. um yeah um, you know obviously this is one of the biggest biggest tournaments of the year um for a lot of people i kid i, I don't think he's standalone i think this is probably a, a pretty big one for for a lot of people but yeah the fact that it's back at st andrews that's that's big right um home of especially home for
0: of the 150th we open like how how much better could you get 150th open at the home of golf like it's just like the writings on the wall like if they, they
4: planned it that way i can't imagine
0: they planned it because there's a couple years it's been off and stuff like that i i don't, I don't know so no they
1: 100 they 100 <laughs> planned it they yeah. they <laughs> they I even changed kidding. it they changed the rota so it would be there on the 150th and they oh, just okay postponed well, that's all news to me
0: i just thought it worked out that way and i thought i like thinking that it worked out that way okay so i did you to think <laughs> that it worked there. out
4: that way and jordan Speece winning it baby oh hey i didn't even get Jeez. to say hi oh, oh. Man, oh. it's it's been four minutes into a podcast about the open and no one said coffee golf yet. I fucking love a little coffee and some golf early mornings. I can't wait. It's gonna be a fucking blast. But now we can talk about the golden boy if you like. Well,
0: I mean he is, I mean, he he is, is top ten, top ten at the winner. Scottish this week. Um, he didn't play that great today. He was like within two of the lead. He, he knows, was at one in point in through nine. 13,
1: four under on the day, and then kind of
0: slipped yeah, back. But I like what we see. You know, he's next to the ocean, links golf. Just going to hop in the whip, get down to the home of golf, and do his thing out there.
4: I like it. I'm definitely high on Speed. I'm, I'm noted on this podcast as not a huge Speed fan. He's been on my fantasy team this year, though. He's grown on me a lot. Um, and as everybody says, when How Jordan- bizarre. how bizarre, how bizarre, how
3: bizarre,
4: I love it. No, he's, he's grown on me a little bit. Um, but when Jordan gets to be creative, that's when he plays his best golf. And I think we're going to see some creativity out there.
0: He's an artiste man. He's the best he in the biz. He's the boy. Oh, oh, oh. He's the golden boy. I mean, he is the essence of golf. He is the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, he's the second coming of Christ. I'm just going to go out there and say it. He, wow,
4: did. that's we can't unsay that. <laughs> no, My I kid, love. This kid could though. cut it out. I mean, if I'm totally fine. It's fine.
0: I don't know. I'm kidding. I would never want him to cut that out because I mean it. He's a good man. <laughs> he's a great golfer. He's an artiste, as I alluded to. He has everything he needs to get it done. He's done it before. And he links, it just speaks to him, you know, like I feel like that's where he's at home. He gets over to links golf, Scotland, nonetheless, the home of golf. He's played well there in the past. And this is just time 150th open Jordan Speeth. What a better winner than Jordan speeth at the 150th open at St. Andrews, just a great fucking role model to kids and ambassador to golf and i mean the writing's on the wall the i mean
1: to a, i mean to a degree it kind of you know it kind of is i mean if it weren't for a couple bounces on 17 and 18 in 2015 he would have been in a playoff to possibly win his first open championship at the home of golf so it's a coming back party you know for for jordan at this historic venue that's what i said well you didn't <laughs> say those words but you, you the, the you spirit did. yeah <laughs>
2: So I mean, like, I think we could. This... I think we could all agree that it would. It would be cool for him. It would be cool for, uh, just just in general for him to get back up on top and get him another major after uh, being, you know, a little a little elusive from the majors since, uh, you know, won the fucking Open
0: Championship, man. Open. The open Championship. He was just waiting for this one. That's all it's, that it was. Yeah.
2: I mean, hey, you know, everybody likes a little five-year hiatus. He already, he, it's,
0: already, it's, he, already won, he already won on tour this year and last year, and he was just revving up for this win. Dave, this
2: I'm week. on your side. I'm on <laughs> your side. I'm on look, your and, side.
1: Look, and if I'm being honest, I feel like it's been a long hiatus since we've had major championship golf, like on True Links. I mean, the reason why Speed has not rattled off another – Open is because we had a year off after Port Rush with COVID. And then we went to Royal St. George, which isn't even really Lynx golf. So yeah. we're back yeah, on a real true. Lynx track and we're going to get a proper Lynx player win this thing. And his name is Jordan Speeth.
4: So kid, I, I don't want to read too much into it, but usually when you lay out like kind of how you want these pods to go, does it always start with quick intro and then five minutes on Jordan Spieth? Or did you want to like get into the course and get in the open? um are we on track i
1: always budget time for (laughs) dave to talk about speed at the beginning when he's hyped up It's but less about speed but more about the fact that he picked speed so he needed to talk on it very quickly although he picked speed after he had picked bryson and then bryson kind of no longer was like a thing and then now it's speed even though i picked speed at the beginning of the year but that's besides the point right now i would love to talk about the course it's the course that it's a reason for all other courses. And in the modern sense, it originated the 18 hole game. It really brought the the competitive nature of the pro game together in one focal plate, like focal point. And, you know, I think there hasn't been a course that has completely captured the spirit of the game in the way that st andrews has there's so much nuance and complexity in its simplicity and the fact that they share so many greens it can span so much of the property of so many different angles the way that the wind plays such a huge factor like it's i can't consume enough content on st andrews and i feel like i still am only scratching the surface of you know what it's all about and i haven't been able to set foot on the grounds like it's just i'm unbelievably hyped for this weekend
4: yeah i could not agree more i <clears throat> think of something like is St. Andrews the top of y'all's golf bucket list it's number
1: one it? and it's not close
4: yeah
2: Okay. yeah I don't I don't I don't think I mean even as somebody who hasn't done a, a tremendous amount of travel golfing at at all I would say I mean I don't know how you could be into golf and it not be number one on the list. I don't know. I mean, I obviously there's some really cool courses around the world, but I mean, just, just from a history standpoint alone, I, I just, I don't know how you put it anywhere else, but the top.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, as far as a golf trip goes, there's a bunch of other courses in St. Andrews. You can make a hell of a trip out of it. And yeah. Just well, yeah, there's like history. seven, course,
2: there's like seven courses there.
0: But the history of the golf and the history of the town and just everything that encompass, encompasses St. Andrews and the spirit of the game and all of it. It's just so sick. And yeah, I'm uh, you know, I'm going to play St Andrews someday. I'm gonna wait in the single line queue, wake yes. up the night before and go and wait and get my tea time and play that fucking course. I'll join. I'm you. just
1: gonna go on Sunday where it's a park and just start hitting off tea boxes and just <laughs> with the patrons.
0: Just killing I'm bring, kids on bicycles. I'm gonna bring Rosie to the park and she's gonna run rampant all over the place. Boy, that's a menace. A menace in the
1: <laughs> menace in the streets. I love it. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, I mean, to be honest with you, having a pod where you break down St. Andrews on a a pod as deep to find as ours is sort of like trying to explain, you know, basic things to people that are already very known for things.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's just there's so much that needs to be talked about. Like St. Andrews in itself can garner three podcasts, you know, and I think it's just to, to note the history of it how dope st andrews is how dope all of it is the fact that again it's the 150th open at st andrews we have the best players in the game coming all together to figure out the champion golfer of the year jordan speed
4: see and this is how <laughs> i asked my kids because i feel like we're having a speed gasm already and i was trying to trend us in a different direction
1: i feel you man i feel you and i I was i was working on language to articulate my point and i had 15 seconds to think of a metaphor and i lost it and i couldn't come up with one (laughs) and it uh it fell flat so i threw jargon out there I,
0: i don't think we can get into the weeds of saint andrews and all that but i think we can all appreciate what's going on and what's happening But I think we want to delve into the players and what we think, who's going to do well, all all of that.
3: Well, well,
1: if I were to speak on the course with a little bit more context, I think – Us returning to it, I think a lot has changed even since 2015 when we were last here. I think the game has gotten longer. More athletes have gotten on there. The long ball has been emphasized more and more. We can use Bryson as an example. I know Rory's gotten longer. The the reigning U.S. Open champion Matthew Fitzpatrick has put on a lot of speed because the premium now is on hitting a long tee ball. And the old course, if it's not windy, can be susceptible to that being kind of exploited. I mean, Tiger did it when he was coming up to the ranks. He was blowing past bunkers that were problems for everybody else, which is one of St. Andrew's main defenses, is really deep pot bunkers that are one-stroke penalties you have to hit out sideways. So. I mean, to actually provide real context to it, it would be kind of that that's the main storyline in terms of architecture in the course going into this week is how does it stand up to the test of the modern game? Because if the forecast is what it looks like it's going to be, which is relatively mild, like 15 mile per hour winds the entire week, it's going to get obliterated and it's going to be pretty tough. But I think it might be the thing that we need to push it over the edge for like some rolling back because a world of professional golf where we don't return back to St. Andrews is just an, a, a, the prime example of us departing so far from what professional golf should be. And it's not rewarding the right skill types anymore. Um, yeah. But that's my rant on that.
4: Well, um, no, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I, it sounds like there are several players that are already kind of pointing out like, Hey, if the conditions are good, this course is really not going to be challenging for us. Like, if there's good weather we will go very low and people might not love that um so i'm glad that you mentioned that the weather could be really easy for where these guys could put up some crazy numbers
3: I agree, with
0: every- <laughs> I
4: agree with everything kid
0: said um ryan i think everything you said is true um but i hope i hope it blows i hope it's tough for yeah, these guys i hope st andrews shows its teeth i want it to be a good open championship but if it is that way like kid said it could lead to equipment rollbacks and stuff like that and that could be good or bad it'd be the,
1: the small players. silver lining right it'd be yeah. like we want a good open we want it to be a great test we want it to blow we want these guys to be challenged the way that the course was designed to be a challenging but At least that would be the silver lining. Is it would be a a showcasing of that the game is deviating too far from its roots. And to be
0: quite honest, I don't want to see a world where St. Andrews isn't somewhere in professional golf, like it deserves to be.
1: A not just somewhere, but like the crown jewel, like the the Open Championship at the home of golf, should still be like the thing that someone wants more than anything else in my mind. Like that is the crowning achievement. Like as a a, golfer, like as
2: yeah, as a player, yeah, for sure. I think that. I couldn't agree with that more. I think you know the guy like the fact that Zach Johnson is the last one to win the Open Championship at at uh, St Andrews, I think that's
4: a testament not- to Zach.
0: Johnson. I, 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 but I, it also I, I was, speaks I was hoping to St Andrews we- that anyone can win at that course. Like if the wind blows, a guy like St or a guy like uh, Zach Johnson can win at St Andrews and win a major championship there. It brings all facets of the game together. And if the conditions are blowing, you don't know who is going to win that golf tournament. And that's what I want to see this week. I want to see the conditions blowing. I want to see it to be a good test of golf. It doesn't have to be, a you know, I, I'd be perfectly fine with uh, minus eight or nine winning it. And it could be very well over that one if the conditions are, you know, easy, but that's not what I'm hoping for. I wanted to, you know, stand the test of time. I want links golf to, you know, shine through and yeah. I, it, I mean, it, I'm happy with it going
1: deeper than that though, too. I mean, speeds win at Burkdale, which to me in recent memory is one probably my top three favorite majors that I've watched in quite some time. And the final score there was minus 12 winning it. So I, I don't need it to be like, overly close to par i just need to see the links test going in full effect
2: well yeah, and, i, would I agree mean it hadn't the... been much far off from that though like the last three were 15 14 and 16 under or well 15 16 and 14 under i Which mean high. the last three yeah i mean it, it
0: is so but... I'm, I'm off on that i would like to see it be that but it seems like an unrealistic expectation at this point. Well,
1: I mean, I think what we try to get to, and, and you know, one thing that's pretty close to that, Dave, was Carnoustie, you know, Carnoustie, the, probably the hardest Open Championship venue, um, finished out with Francesco Morinari winning with minus eight under. Um, and that was, to me, like the best tests that we've seen in recent years for the Open. It, it blew at times. It had a lot more demanding kind of tests for these guys. And we saw some of the, the greatest golf from folks that week. I mean, Spieth was bucking his head. Xander, Francesco, obviously Tiger, Rory—they were all in the mix. It was a pretty great, great major, and the the Opens, apart from when they go down to England, like are always fucking fun to watch. So, um, um, yeah, I—if it blows, man, this is gonna be such a treat.
4: One hundred percent.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like the what Dave said earlier, like talking about how you know Zach Johnson pulling one out I mean if it does it could be anybody's game and right now that's legitimately like 20 guys that all could have a shot at this spot and I mean right now there's there's a decent amount of guys playing good golf I mean of course you've got you know um the the main guys that are that are at the top of the at the rankings but I mean at the same time you know, uh, I mean with it blown, who's who's to say that Scotty Scheffler is gonna play well here? who's to say that even the guys that have been showing up time and time again, Will out Torres recently, I mean, you know, some of these kids they they may not they may be in the mix and they may not and I mean it could be it could be anybody's game at that point,
1: yeah, I mean. You know, just if we were to jump into some of those names and kind of work through that list a bit, I, before we jump into the the obvious, you know, top lowest odds, you know, from Vegas, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention other person that you, sh- you should be spoken in the same kind of phrase as Spieth whenever we're talking about someone who could cataclysmically change the game in a good way, and it's uh, El Tigre. Uh, Tiger Ooh. obviously has been plotting away training for this day. He's obviously just penciled in this as being the main thing he wanted to be able to compete for. He's won here at this venue before this probably will be his last open championship twice. at St. Andrews.
2: He's won here twice.
1: Correct. Um, the, uh, this is truly a historic day in golf. This might be the last time he ever plays here. Most likely so. And so I would love to see him play well. It truly would reward his his mind and how high his golf IQ is. He can plot his way around. He's a grinder. I, it would be amazing if he was in the mix for this major, it would be the cherry on top to this experience for this weekend. And I, before we get into the weeds of like who we think are actually great bets and who has a chance to me, like that would be Nirvana for to see him in the mix at the very least.
2: I mean, I, you know, obviously Dave is going to want to keep on this topic for as least a time as possible, but I mean, um, I couldn't agree more. I, in the sense that it would just it would be beyond iconic if he could, you know, play to a level that would that would be up with the guys that are that are murdering right now. Um, regardless of how much he's been playing, and regardless of how much this is where he wants to be, I I don't know if he has it, but I would love to see it. I mean, I I honestly I've wouldn't put money on it um well maybe I'd put a little bit of money on it but not very much um just I I just don't think that he's at a level that's that's gonna be able to do it but I mean if he did it would I don't even know how anybody could say anything about it in a negative standpoint it would be mind-blowing
4: so I I already have put money on tiger for this event uh we already locked that i mean dude it's 50 to 1 that's a flyer just some funny money um but it would be iconic i think if anybody is hoping for the weather to get a little bit crazy it's the cat i think the worse the conditions are here the better chances he has because he knows this course so intimately and because he has the creativity um it really will, to me at least, it, we'll see so far, he, his leg has had enough to will through Thursday and Friday. It's been like very apparent the way he plays golf, I am making the cut and that's what's gonna happen. And like Friday is his big push. Um, I don't know if he's got four rounds of competitive golf in hard weather. Um, but if his body is able to do it, I think he's got the game that he could give it one last run for his last go out here.
1: Yeah. I mean, if there's a time to use all the gas in the tank, it's now, I think it's his best shot at a major at a venue that if it blows well and it requires a smart mind, he's the best out there in terms of that. So, you know, I'm hoping for that, but we don't need to trudge much more time on on that subject. We can transition to the actual leaderboard. You know, among the favorites for for Vegas the
0: record,
1: right now, I do think that it would be entertaining golf if he was in
0: the mix.
4: Yeah that's big of you, Dave.
2: That that is big of you. I mean, I, I love that that's all it is, but yes, i I would agree with you, Dave, and that is that is a pretty. Bold statement coming from you.
1: So well, I mean, entertaining is a neutral word. It's not like he's like, it's my favorite. It's got, I'll, I'll love it. I'll, I will be so happy for Tiger. Well, I think and it's I, known that I want Joe, Joe to win this bitch, and that's, that's it. And that's it. Got you. All right. So here, here's Vegas's top five, and I think these are probably the most sound uh, top fives out here. Uh, so at plus nine hundred, the outright favorite. For odds to win the Open, plus 900, Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Uh, and then a steep drop-off to plus 1,400. John Rahm, sharing plus 1,400 after this weekend. Xander Schauffele. I've always thought Xander's game is well-suited for the Open. I always thought this was going to be its first major victory venue. I've had bets that kind of stand by that. Um, then plus 1,600. Uh, two folk plus 1600, the running out the top five, Jojo and Scheffler. Um, okay, I, think those, I, I think those are a fair top five and I think they make complete sense.
4: That's a, a little different than what I saw, but they definitely make sense.
0: Chef did miss a cut at the Scottish this week.
4: Yeah, it, it's hard to say so much with that event. How bad do those guys care or do they just want to go kind of play links golf? it's also right
0: right down the road from yeah. saint andrews so yeah you know scotty's on my team i want to see him do well and i think he can play well in links golf but you know it's not promising seeing him miss a cut
4: yeah <clears throat> well but he is playing just fucking insane golf this year though no it, doubt it would not surprise me he's one of those but, where you he- know
0: everyone has a gas tank yeah and he's done very well this year i'm you know by no ween by no means am i wishing him to play poorly but you know i
4: wouldn't be surprised if he goes out and plays mediocre yeah i get that your money's not on him what do y'all think about rory i feel like that's one the odds on favorite 900 when i saw him he was at 1100 as the favorite so i have bovada
0: open and they have him at plus 800
4: that's fucking low, low. Like I feel I mean, like it's not good
1: value. Is he should he be the outright favorite for this? I would say yes, given his game, where they are, like how he's been playing. Like yeah, I would say Rory. Yeah. Like besides Will's Alatorre, which we covered on the previous pod, no one's played better in major venues than Will's Alatorre. Hasn't had any time on the Lynx golf scene really. So like, who do you favor going to the open venue that has experience on the course?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well. Listen. Yeah. Don't count out count out Matty
1: Fitz, man. He's number six tied. Uh, six. Him and Shane Lowry are both plus, plus 1,800 at 6 and 7, or T6 on the odds. I mean, if it starts getting tough, the Fitz
0: goes up to the top.
4: I'm out on the Fitz. I'd- yeah,
2: I am too. I... <laughs> <clears throat> Just in general, but yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't mind the kid, but um, yeah, I just.
0: I mean, he got a <clears t-6> T <throat> six at the Scottish this week, and he's the U.S. Open champion. But okay, I mean,
2: no, I mean, he he he's playing good golf. It's not a it's not about that. He's playing good golf. I mean, he could could and he he literally plays year? good
0: yeah. and tough conditions like he literally rises to the top the tougher conditions there are well you and it doesn't it sound it doesn't sound like it's going to be tough conditions but the, if there are i think he's a name you have to look out for
1: yeah yeah i would also chalk up a lot of the plus 18 plus 800 and the plus 900 of rory is that the weather right now says like this course is going to get exploited this week
4: and, and- really exploiting
1: rory's already has a track record of driving greens out there and making eagles so like if that's if it's laying down like he's gonna
4: that's what um, i was gonna ask about because 800 is like normally your odds on favorite your roms your shufflers those guys it's still 10 or 1100 like for him to be 800 is like low low
1: i feel like it's time I, I hope so. I think it'd be a fucking blast for
4: Rory to win the Open. Oh, well, me too. I would come up on a big bet with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
2: Did you say he was never going to win another one, Dave? Yeah. Another another uh, major?
0: Uh, well, just to defend myself a little bit, I was pretty inebriated at the Armadillo Den. And I stand by the bet. I don't know if he has what it takes to win another one. But, you know, the bet's not in my favor. I'll say that.
4: Uh, Armadillo is a good spot, though, for what it's
0: worth. It is a good spot. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll stand by the bet. I'm living by it, and that's all good and dandy. Um, Do I think Rory can win another major? I do. Um, But as time ticks on, it's going to become harder and harder for him. So we'll see how that plays
1: out. Rory's still younger than when Phil won his first one. He has five. Okay.
0: I mean – That Like I said, actually six, he has six majors now. I totally think he can win a major. I do think he can. I just bet against him.
1: Okay. I think that top five from Vegas is accurate. I think it's strong. I do think there's a drop off after that with Shane Lowry. While it's only plus 200, I I think there's in terms of odds in my head, a big drop off to Shane Lowry and Fitzpatrick. And then plus 1900, um, Justin Thomas, uh, He's hot, obviously reigning PGA champion right now. He, his game, he is an artist, although he has struggled at the open venue quite a bit, which is surprising. I don't know if it just like, he, he takes him a while to warm up to venues and he like puts so much pressure on himself and he seems to kind of psych himself out. And I feel like once he gets enough kind of, you know, reps in he'll slowly start getting more comfortable, but yeah, I think that honestly makes sense. I would put him below Shane Lowry and Fitzpatrick for this until he shows it at the Open on a true level in the same way I said it about the Masters. Like, until you show it to me, I don't know if you're really going to knock it down. He's shown us at the PGA that he can do it, but that's the only major he's got so far. I'm hyped for him. I'm glad he has two majors, but um, I think that's a, it's still showing him respect to have him at eighth favorite. Yeah.
4: I, uh... I
0: have him at nine, and I have Shane Lowry below him.
4: So Lowry was really, really high earlier. I I saw Lowry as high as sixth uh, and at eighteen hundred. Like the That's what I'm public right is way Lowry
0: off. is at twenty five hundred on Bovada right now. So if you want to bang for your buck, go make a bet there. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: um, but to talk about JT. I love JT. Like my podcast notes say, it. love JT. I think he has a really good chance. He's been over across the pond for a couple weeks now. He played around with a couple rounds with Tiger, who obviously knows the course well. He loves to get creative. Um, He can obviously play really well if the course is soft, like he can go as low as anybody. But he can also get creative if it gets challenging. So I'm all the way in on JT. I think he's actually a value that far down the list.
1: He he did just miss the cut of the Scottish too yeah and Chef Boat. lots of big names missed a cut at the scottish this week you
4: know i, I just i would I say
0: their
1: mind is on the
4: open though at the same yeah, time yeah that's yeah i don't know how you to place on it
0: but i mean there's still something to be said like
4: yeah i mean didn't uh, morikawa miss the cut at scottish last year and then won the open i mean i know it's a different course and it's not a fair comparison but like that did happen last year <laughs> I mean, Uh, I,
2: but think about the fact that those guys can miss the cut and then, and then get an extra two days to get their head straight for what's coming,
0: you know? Yeah. I mean, we can throw all these things out. I was just bringing to attention. Yeah.
1: More, more, didn't miss the cut at the Scottish last year. He didn't. No, he just played poorly. He got, he made the cut, but played bad. Okay. Fair. But then I think he
0: change up his clubs though, too. He did, like, I remember that gr- too. Like, he the said, grinds the weren't right for the turf, and then he changed it up and then ended up winning the open.
4: Yeah, Grand he went, he went to a like a, a game improvement iron on his low irons, like seven, eight, nine, or something like that, because he said he, he didn't like the way it struck. But I thought he did that at the Scottish no. where he's his irons.
0: Um, either way he did it either during the, the Scottish week or in between
4: yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: anyway so for for me my readout for Morikawa has him at plus 2200 which is the same odds for Zalatoris and Cameron Smith which Listen, I actually if you're trying to make
0: bets go to Bovada because they have them at 2800 so get them while they're hot
1: yeah
2: and it's crazy because like if you look at Fox Fox Sports, which, I mean, this is just a random one that I pulled up. They've got Morikawa um, plus 2,000. Everything is It's like shits in. all over the – It'll yeah, be awesome. yeah, shits all yeah, over it'd, the It'd board. be good
1: to look at a place that's actually taking bets, though. Like anyone who's just, like putting out their own odds is just like
4: – Yeah, Bovada is probably where well, – Wow, that's I'm, very true. Or DraftKings. I looked at Vegas Insider earlier, but
1: – That's what I'm going from right now, which obviously pulls data from multiple yeah. – places um but yeah so i think those number I, I think these all make a relative amount of sense uh 2200 cameron smith obviously from the sand belts uh in australia used to playing off of that sort of turf um has played well in open championships um hasn't been having his form that he had when he won the players but maybe rounds in the form and maybe would have him a little bit lower but after this, it starts getting bleaker and bleaker. Like, I don't really like Patrick Cantlay after this. I don't really like Sam Burns or Hatton or Fleetwood. Cantlay you know, made Fleetwood a push well. at the Scottish I,
4: today. I was going to say, Cantlay's kind of in trending. I don't hate Cantlay. I feel like he's played. Cantlay,
0: at the uh, T4 at the Scottish with uh, Tommy Fe- Fleetwood. Um, <laughs> he was
4: obviously in the final group with Sander <laughs> the week before when he won. Uh, played terribly in his final pairing, but got there yeah, yeah who knows I'm just saying like
0: he he played well this week so yeah
3: um I mean the, ahead,
2: no I mean I I just I was hot on him me and Ryan had a bet I wish I would have made just the bet that he was gonna play better than Rom. but uh I mean dude I just I would not mind see the boy Zalatoris come in and get a dub. Yeah. I wouldn't mind I it. He's playing, I, he's I just playing can't so stand his I,
0: I, He's well, a ball striker's a ball can. striker, but, like, I cannot get over that. Like, be real, dude. Come on. Play the game.
1: Until I'm forced to pick between, like, Will Zalatoris and, like, Keegan Bradley coming down the stretch on 18, I, my head is just solely – fixated on Rory Speeth and Tiger that's that is where my focus is where I'm channeling all my positive energy right now
4: yeah. I'm certainly not in Keegan Bradley I don't I think Zalatoris is going to play well I think like if you want to bet him for a top 10 that's a safe bet he obviously plays really well in majors I get scared I don't mind that he uses the putter that he uses but the the way that he uses it scares me uh, I hate. Well, you don't I hate like the, the figure putters.
1: eight? I love the figure eight motion. Dude, I'm all about it. Maybe controlled it toe hits. <laughs> I'm all about it.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's terrible. He just dude. needs. He just needs to add the Tim Summers cell, and then his game will be complete. <laughs> That's
4: what he's missing. <laughs> Arm
1: lock and off. brush putters, broom putters.
4: Fuck off! This is such a weird stance that you have. I, what? I, I don't think it's weird at all. It just is. It's uh, more. I don't, think, I don't
1: think the stance is weird. I just think how often you bring it up is yeah,
4: your the how emboldened you are with your stance is interesting. You you're very concerned. I don't think so, but that's everyone fair.
0: Has an opinion.
4: Agree to disagree. Anyone else further
1: down the list that we think there's value, or anyone who thinks being overvalued? I mean, I, I think, think
0: Fleetwood think-
1: at I have them at plus four thousand is a good bet. God, Bovada's just got all the value because Vegas Insider has Fleetwood at plus 3,100. Yeah, I think Fleetwood is... uh, He played well at the Scottish.
0: Uh, You know, he he is over in Europe where he has played the majority of his golf. Um, I think he seems to be coming into form.
4: I think he's a good bet. bet. Um, What do we think about Cameron Young... Plus 10,000 value, just like that's. I don't think he has a game for Lynx Golf. I mean, he's gonna hit it a million
1: miles if the yeah, if it doesn't oh, blow, there's a chance. The but he also did just miss the cut at the Scottish, yeah. I just and saw like, that by I- like a, a massive amount. Like, I yeah. got
0: fucking was like, Bovada has Joaquin at plus 5,000. I
1: think there's value there. I don't hate Jesus. that. Jesus, Bovada's got value. <laughs> Yeah, it's always yeah. like 900 or a thousand more. There, uh, I see Gary Woodland at plus
0: uh 12,500. He what raspberry showed, noise? He raspberry uh, noise, he showed signs of life at the Scottish this week. So, I mean, I think that's what do you good see value. him at, Dave? 12,500. Vegas see, inside tw- 6, 500, 500.
4: Yeah, put ten dollars on Bavada right now for me on Gary Woodland at that price.
0: I don't have money in my account; otherwise, I would.
4: Damn it! I was like, because I I don't hate Gary Woodland. He loves to hit a two iron. <laughs> sting it all. Yeah, over. we
1: know you don't hate Gary Woodland. <laughs> my wolf pack. <laughs> I feel weird even going off of those numbers now. They exist, which is great, and people could act on them. But like that. That just feels broken right now. All those That's, numbers seem yeah, so well, wild. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe they won't be adjusted
0: by the time people listen to this and we're giving them some fucking help. We're just
4: pushing value. We're just telling them to bet illegally. Depends uh, on where you live, Ryan. Which okay. country you're in, touche. All of our UK or listeners. State. Hmm? Or
1: state.
4: Or hmm. state. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I think... When we move down the the board, at least on Vegas Insider here, like there's not, they're just really well adjusted. I, I, I agree with just about all these odds. I, I don't yeah. think anyone's really over overvalued or undervalued on this list. Um, you know, I, I I think there's a good chance from anyone that like top twenty or so that uh that Clint pointed out, it's a pretty solid threshold.
3: Um, How do we
4: Billy Ho at
1: eight thousand.
4: I, I think like Billy like, Ho
0: busted his nut. Yeah, I was hot on him for the U.S. Open, and he failed
1: on that. And I think he's busted his nut. Yeah, but, we just can't. We can't have another Zach Johnson esque winner. Just a guy yeah. who, like, sure they have a good game, and yeah, like they they could technically win one of these things. But I don't even want to give it the oxygen. It makes me feel. I sad. can't stand what about, him, and I don't. know. Okay, I'm want just to gonna throw this in. out <laughs> here. What about DJ?
0: He's plus. 4000 on bovada he if the conditions are you know not blowing you know who fucking knows
4: are we worried that he's still hung over from his private jet ride with pat perez no
0: <laughs> dj can I, handle his fucking partying uh, probably. I, I feel confident in that I,
1: I don't think he's got a chance I think his, his heads,
2: seconds. I yeah, I think his heads to, too far out of the game right now.
1: Yeah, I think he, I think he's lost his, his his juice. I think it's not. I think it's gone. I think he he's seen the writing on the wall for himself. I think it's gone. I don't. I'll I'll, I'll stand. On, I'll get on this block. DJ will not top five at another major ever again.
4: Ooh. Will I, you I that will that you go statement. on record saying if DJ yeah. doesn't
0: top five at a major again, it cancels out our bets with Rory? No, why would I do that? That's such a I think stupid idea. Trying to pose lack this player, lack but... of confidence.
2: I think I, I think I don't DJ care. I'm not throwing away money that I could
1: make in. I'm just would, I'm just trying to put a bold statement to how I feel about DJ's game right now.
2: Well, I'll put money on it with you if you want to do that.
1: Not really. No. <laughs> lack like, of not confidence. Not, yeah, not I'm great. just telling you how I feel, and I don't I don't want to do that. And, and I feel, really feel that strongly,
0: strongly if you're not willing to make a it. bet with Clint and he hasn't even said the denomination number.
1: Yeah. I don't really feel like having that. I already have a long-term it's bet It's a going. very low confidence level. That's fine. I have just made my statement and that's how I feel. <laughs> well, So to answer fine, your question, too. Dave, no, I don't think DJ is going to win the Open this week. Okay. I
0: just thought I'd throw that name out there. That was the one name that like, out of the you know top twenty guys that was looming there, especially with conditions.
2: Well, talking about you know being able to to put it long, and if it's if the winds are a little down, I mean, played well at the at at the U.S. Open. I mean, Finau, you know,
4: he's he plays the-, in the mix the wrong kind of game for the open to me but if conditions are mellow maybe
0: the uh one name we haven't really talked about a lot and i'm not trying to take away from fino uh john rom like if conditions are low or in mild i think he is a force to be reckoned with on this course with how like he has a, he has a better is. he has a
1: better chance if the conditions are easy than if they were hard i think so Ooh, that I kind think of speaks cool. interesting to your vision, like your, how you perceive John Rom's game. That, like, no, not if at the conditions at all. are harder, he has a worse chance.
0: I think, so, like Sully says, no laying up, shout out, he is the buoy. He can play well in fucking hard conditions or soft conditions, but I think with the, or, you know, windy conditions, whatever it may be. I think with the accuracy of his drive and how far he can drive it, I think if the w- wind is down, like he can take advantage of this course. That's what I think.
4: I think you want to, I agree, Dave. And I think like I'll take John Rahm in a bomb and gouge fest against almost anybody. Like if conditions are soft, Rahm is going to be somebody who's going to capitalize. um I don't know if y'all saw any of the videos from this weekend though. Rahm had like, eight FCC violations like he was cussing up a storm he did not have fun at the Scottish I think he still finished so-so but he was f-bombs left and right fuck this fuck that like he was pissed isn't that your boy don't you understand like that doesn't matter like none of that matters no I love him I'm just saying I don't think that he's trending right now he can still be my boy, and I can say like I, I I don't feel great about him winning this thing. I will never be surprised when John Rahm wins a tournament. No, but, I just mean the
1: sense of like him cussing and being like just he got 55th at the the
0: Scottish this week, so not yeah. not a great showing. He made it rare
4: No, I um, get that. He also he had a quote saying if
0: karma uh, if karma if golf karma exists that he's going to play well at Scott or at the yeah. Open this week. Why and that, he that? should fucking believe golf karma exists because he won the u.s open after he missed the cut at the memorial or he got disqualified or whatever yeah. at the memorial so who knows with that storyline one why, of
1: the- hold on why did he say that why did he say that like he golf karma like would make i don't know him- why he said it i just saw it I don't know. No one one had a follow-up for that. Like that's such a weird thing to say without any might have.
0: I just saw that in passing on social
4: media. I don't I don't have more to say than that. What I understand, he felt like he was getting robbed and the course wasn't playing fair. Um, like one of the got the
0: bad draw. Apparently, the bad draw was fucked because they moved tea boxes up and stuff like that, and it was really a disadvantage to have one of the tea times,
4: but he he one of his lines that I was referencing he hit what he thought was a perfect golf shot and he goes what the fuck that was perfect how the fuck am I supposed to play this hole like he hit it where he wanted to hit it and it kicked and he's like what do I do like I can't land it short because it won't run up and if I land it wrong long it won't spin he was just saying like this is not playing in a way that you can execute a shot on so that's very Okay, that's why I think he said what he said. I don't know what raspberry noise means at all, but.
1: It's just the noise that Dave made earlier when you guys brought up. You know, it's just like the, the, the fluttery, wet yep. mouth noise.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, I don't know. Him bitching about a course being unplayable
4: is pretty weak shit. Like <laughs> Again, that's why I said I, I'm not high on him right now because he doesn't seem like he's trending.
1: I don't. I don't know. John Rahm is like arguably like a top three player in golf right now. So like I I, I, I don't have any qualms. I think he could very well. I don't. I'm not holding the Scottish week against him for go- his I guys think it's, Well, this. let's.
2: I think it's really annoying when golfers like. I mean, I get it. I. I mean, like I understand when you hit a great golf shot and it gets a bad kick or something like that happens, um, but. You know, it's all about how you're going to move on from there. I mean, Scotty Scheffler hitting that tee shot on one on uh, the U.S. Open and it it landing in that divot, like, that was the start of his round. And he walks up to that ball, doesn't make a face, doesn't do anything, and then hits a tremendous golf shot out of it. I mean, like, it's how you react to what's going on on that versus – like, just being like, oh, that's unfair, I'm unlucky, like, bitching about it, or just fucking play your game and get over it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's, it's easy to say one way or the other, but I I mean, like, having the confidence and just being like, you know what, I just hit a great golf shot, it didn't go the way I planned, what I'm going to do is hit another good one after this and just fucking move on.
1: Yeah. I think, well, I think that's, the thing with Rom, too, what I would kind of touch on is, like, he, he's Angry in the moment, but I think he is one of those people that's really good at putting it behind him on the next shot. It doesn't like linger with him, which I think with a lot of guys it does.
4: For sure. I, the, there are a lot of times when Rom is livid and plays really good golf. Um, I think when it makes its way to a press conference where he's talking about karma and stuff is a little different for Rom, where it's like, oh, that's kind of sticking with him more than it normally does. Again, fucking love rom to death but i I just feel like this is a little different than him hitting like a slightly bad drive and slamming his club and being pissed because i love that like he when he has that fire but it seems like he was like more upset this week than normal but i I get your point that it's it's the scottish who cares
1: all right let i want to wrap this with two picks from everybody get into the end of this um we already know each of us have already chose at least the three of us, Ryan, Dave, myself, chose one, but, uh, two, two guys, two guys, as we go into this week that you're high on, that you want to see win this thing and, uh, that you think has a strong chance. Uh, Clint, we haven't heard your first. I'd love to hear them both.
2: Um, I don't, I'm not a big bandwagon guy, um, but it would be more of a bandwagon on, on this particular, uh, mix, but I've, Dude, I'm a I'm a big JoJo's fan. I would I would absolutely um, love to see him. Sorry, I, I don't go know how out. to
1: specify. Not who do you want to win, but who do you think is going to win? Two guys, okay. you two best chances okay. of winning this thing.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Um,
4: so not JoJo.
2: No, I I think I think he easily could um, yeah. as well. Um, but I'm going to put that on Rory and Zalatoris.
4: Okay. The
1: two statistical best major players this season, smart picks. I'm not being snarky about that. Like, I think no. that makes complete no, sense. No, I mean,
2: they've been, they've been playing the best golf um, majors, and I think that they legitimately have the best opportunity to win to, to – <laughs> win this tournament. So I, I mean, i now, Zalatoris has yet to prove himself on Lynx golf, I guess, but at the same time um, his golf game is so high right now that I think he's going to crawl and scratch and do whatever he has to do at a major to be in the mix. So um, I, yeah.
4: Yeah. Ryan. So I'm all in on JT and Spieth. Those are my two two dogs that I'm backing. Um, I think it's going to come down to one of the two of them. Uh, they both love to get creative. They've been over there. They can hit all the shots. They've been under pressure. They've won majors. Those are my dogs, and I'm backing them all the way.
0: Love Dave.
3: it.
0: <clears throat> well, I think we all know who I think is going to win this, and it's Jordan <laughs> Spieth. And my second guy is
1: Matthew Fitzpatrick. Oh. Well, I'll keep the train rolling, and I think if we have a common denominator here, it is JoJo. And, oh. and my second, I've already said on previous pods, and it's the outright favorite right now. It's Roy McIlroy. Uh, yeah. That's my chalk picks, but not only do they seem the most logical to me, they're also the ones that I want to happen, which is just a nice happy coincidence combo. Um, but I think just after what all we've said on the podcast so far, I think it kind of lends itself to being the case for me. I like both of their course history here. I like both of their games and where they're trending right now. And, yeah, I'm ready for possibly the most excited I've been to watch golf in a very long time this week. Really hyped for it.
4: I hope you boys are ready for some 5.30 a.m. golf techs because they're coming this week. Oh, <laughs> staying ready. You, you can ignore them. It's fine. They'll still be there when you get up. But they're all right
1: um for those of you listening this will be the end of the open portion of this pod but it'll be transitioning into our ranger cup draft and picks we're excited for that in a couple of weeks and uh that was a lot of fun we had some guest callers coming in and we went through the draft uh or going through the draft i guess with uh uh clinton ryan as the captains and uh yeah stoked for this upcoming weekend as well afterward and uh yeah Hell yeah. It was fun
0: boys. Uh, let's go. Jojo. Sweet.
4: Sweet. Oh, peace out boys. Peace. Baby.
0: We got a special one for you today. Um, we're going to go quite into depth about our little tournament. We hold usually biannually, sometimes annually, um, the Ranger cup. So uh, our version of the Ryder cup, we're going to be having our draft for teams on this podcast. But, yeah, I've got uh, Ryan Kidd and the people's favorite Clint G. in the house. Um, that's me. And that's me. <laughs> that's him right there, baby. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get down into a uh, little bit of the Ranger Cup, give you guys some details uh, where it's being held this year, um, the formats, how we're picking teams, the X's and O's of this whole little ditty.
1: Love it. Yeah, I mean, I think the, our, our murderers row folks here are here, not just because they're recurring guests on the podcast, but because there are two new captains this year for Ranger Cup three. Dave and I have seated our place at the top of teams making our choices, strategizing and whatnot. We're giving some new blood a chance to kind of take over, both of which have participated in all of the Ranger Cups so far. And our new stomping grounds are heading to their neck of the woods. So Ryan, Clint, how are you guys feeling about being captains for the Ranger Cup? You know, early thoughts, kind of having that level of responsibility.
2: Well, I'm good. sorry, Ryan. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and jump in here. I mean, uh, <laughs> after seeing my play today, I just my confidence levels at an all time high. Um, I, you know, I know that the value that I'm going to bring to the team is just next level um and that's mainly from just a headspace game okay that's, i'm not talking that's about the most I'm important not, I'm,
0: space to have in check. Uh,
2: and and it's really the only one that i have in check honestly uh because if we're talking about on the course um i i don't know if i could be worse it's it's possibly possible but it's doubtful um so you know i this a little bit today i didn't really i didn't really get like uh I, I just you know threw in a couple little digs here and there they were good some of them to my own teammate which i'm gonna i'm gonna keep those away uh you know for the for yeah, the ranger Cup, never but... to throw,
0: not the best throw digs at your own partner usually <laughs> <laughs> hey he man uh, remember that shank on last hole, on the last hole <laughs> do that again
1: yeah when he when he's the one chauffeuring your ass around three times before you get up to his ball yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) guys guys hey said the golf part is not good we know this okay i got Never a couple things
4: been. i want to ask though
1: clint i do because i you went on a bit of a, a spiel there which we all appreciate but there's a couple things you point out there you said your mental game has been better than ever I, I saw quite a few blow-ups in the course today the but then you turn around you'd smile and you'd give thumbs up as if that like washes <laughs> away <laughs> the anger frustration and club throws i can appreciate it though it yeah. has a- He's World pissed, class. but
0: he's also in good spirits. Okay,
2: <laughs> that's exactly right. And I only threw two
4: clubs. That's um, absolutely untrue. That's a low. That's a low. No that's a low that's a I low threw number. a club, but
1: it was uh, it was unintentionally slipped out of my hand. It was it, an it, unintentional it, throw. There's that does not count. <laughs> it literally flew out of my hands after I hit a drive, and it flew almost got stuck in a tree. It,
4: was
3: like <laughs> it did almost get tree. stuck. It, in there a tree. was glandular
1: issues today. It was
4: 107 degrees. It was warm. <laughs> uh clint you do have a world-class short-term memory i will absolutely give you credit for that you just turn it over and you're back to having fun just like that
1: and before she we send it over to ryan to speak fish. to it uh i don't feel like clint really answered the question though I, I asked how do you feel about having the responsibility of being a captain having strategy picking ah, a team like
2: okay. sorry sorry i got a little sidetracked that should um, work into the feel- mental game though yeah. yeah, no, no, I feel, I feel great about, about it, it. because <laughs> I feel great about it because, number one, <coughs> I'm, a, I'm a natural born leader. It's just it's how I was made. It's what I've always been. It's no big deal. Um, I just haven't had a chance to lead the teams just yet until this Ryder Cup. And, and it's not sue
1: us no copy <laughs> no copyright <laughs> lawsuits here guys we apologize ra- ranger sorry. cup
2: it's the ranger cup um and i'm i'm excited to be a captain see what i can bring to the to the squad see what i can because i can tell you right now if there's anybody that can get my whole team stoked it's me and uh i feel good about it
4: i feel really good about it Clint is world-class. He's Tim Tebow. He's got no talent, but all the intangibles. <laughs> <He's
0: probably laughs> Who be- needs an elbow when you have a Tebow? Am I right? <laughs>
4: hey. Oh, all man. right, Ryan. How, how, how are you? Let's, let's take it away. Really excited to lead a team. I um, have a slightly better golf game than Clint right now. I feel like I'm playing well. We're definitely going to be a-, a player's captain. Um, but I'm excited to, to educate this squad. I've played all of the courses that we're going to be at. So I've got some, some course knowledge. I think we learned some things this weekend that uh, will make a huge difference when it comes to being on the course. So I want to make sure our team knows what's up. Um, and we're going to have a good time. I'm going to get a squad together of some boys that are ready to vibe. Um, and this is going to be a ton of fun. And uh, we're going to pound Clint's team. That's what's going to happen. I'm calling it right now. It's happening. Okay. 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 I like,
2: Sounds. I see. you know what? The confidence is something that I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of confidence. I have plenty of it. Um, and I I don't fault that, Ryan. I, I mean, there, there is a fundamental difference in what you said and what's going to happen in the outcome. But outside of that, I'm excited. Right. I'm excited as well. It's going to be a good time. It's you go, do you guys blast. have
1: uh, do you have score predictions where this is going to shake out? Uh, we haven't gotten to format yet, but now there's 12 points up for grab or actually, I'm sorry, that's not right. We don't have 12 points up for grabs. We
4: have Smith said that seems crazy. One, two, three,
1: four, five, six, seven, eight. There's 16 points up for grabs.
4: I mean, it's, um, it's pretty bold for us to make a, a prediction on score, not knowing who anyone on the team is going to be. No, that that's spoken like there someone there more who, who like,
1: lacks confidence. There's that's someone eight, who lacks confidence. There's eight for for
0: each round for with the teams, and then there's sixteen up for grabs. The or yeah, or eight up. So eight times three is twenty-four points.
1: Correct uh there are four matches uh on each oh true yeah sorry so 16 guys so when you make your
4: predictions (laughs) make sure it adds up to 16 and and
1: and ryan uh i think you not being able to say now just makes you're, you're, you're that you're that much less confident in yourself right now this is about being a leader you should be able to make something happen no matter what your squad is
4: Look, I'm not one to just throw things out willy-nilly. I don't want to make an uneducated guess. I said we're gonna thump them. I'll, I'll say 60 nothing. Is that what you want? That seems like no. a crazy prediction. Yeah. See. That, but, that would be that would be an that would be an absolutely
2: insane insane prediction, and it could be mean. further from accurate.
1: Okay, we'll wait until after the draft because I feel like people aren't they don't got the gumption right now. Right. Uh, let's wait, get, let's
2: I, get into. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Whether go, you have go, the gumption go, go. or
1: not, Clint will wait because we can't have you okay. predict and then he predicts later. Okay. Um, let's get into format. So, we're expanding a bit further with this Ranger Cup. Ranger Cup three is going to three rounds. How about that? Cemetery. Um, we're going to be playing across two days. First day is 36 holes. It's essentially a uh, normal Ranger Cup, but consolidated into one day. The first 18 will be a four ball for the front nine for the first round and then alt shot for the back nine on the first round. The second round will be a four ball on the front nine and then a scramble on the back nine. That is the first 36 on the first day. And then the second day on Sunday will be a singles, just like you see at a rather popular team event in the professional sphere. Uh, We're closing out with singles as well with eight one V one matchups. So as long as you win one, one matchup, on saturday of the eight matches you can come back and win uh quite handily uh on uh, on sunday so uh you know this is a team event but also you need to be able to thrive as, a, as an individual as well you can't always lead on your teammate clint so <laughs> um i don't know if you <laughs> just sold it today big. kid i had two natural pars for a guy who I double popped on every bars. hole yeah he had two net I, aces today
4: two net aces a couple of three ones. That is and correct. A,
1: multiple putts at net zeros, which, you know, he might as well have just walked off at that point.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have the ability to put up some numbers if, uh, you know, I could just get on the green a little quicker than I do. <laughs> and I did yeah. putt like absolute dog shit today, which is not normal. And I can guarantee you, I will be in better form for the Ranger Cup. And that is where I will be a contributing member of my team, not only from a mental standpoint, but also from a score standpoint.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always (laughs) just, that sounds
0: like a scramble partner's dream is a man who's just dumping them in all
1: day. Yeah. I mean, you're making a great point, Clint. I've always historically thought of you as a generational putter. Like, that's really where you thrive is on the greens. I've always seen you just always having your speeds <laughs> dialed in, never leaving those things drastically shorter or pumping them super long.
4: Oh,
1: It's
2: – okay, kid, that seemed pretty dig-like. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm normally not a three-putter. Like, it is very few and far between – normally today i had some threes couple fours that was out of the ordinary but guess what you know um some of us play good all the time and a lot of us don't you know
1: yeah we could talk
2: about you just striping it at at 300 yards straight every time off the tee box it in in your practicing let's let's not exaggerate here okay no no that was just that was just at the range when he got to the course, he, he didn't know where it was going. So, I mean, you know, it's,
1: it's true. It it was a struggle. That's, that's been, a, that's been a thing though. We've, we've, we've covered this. My golf game is in shambles right now. It's not in a good place. It was in a phenomenal, if we had the Ranger cup in April, it would have been a blowout, but we're not in April, we're in July and your boy's struggling. <laughs> Thankfully his handicap sort of reflects it now, but it's been a long climb to get back to this point. Soft caps are brutal.
4: Yes. That, that makes it tough. And I think July is going to be a huge factor. We talked about, we added a new format, but we're also, we're running 36 in Saturday and my weather app shows from here for the foreseeable future. We're in the triple digits. Um, so as I think- long as
0: there's not rain, I am
1: on board with whatever.
4: I'm just there's not going to be rain.
1: And just to expand on here, we're talking about the Ranger cup now moving up to the Metroplex for this, uh, for this instance. So we'll be playing in Fort Worth and Dallas, Texas. What what, we we have a new participant on the call. Uh, His name is LaCroix. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
2: Christy dropped a little present for me. I already have a LaCroix. She didn't know.
4: Now you got two. Yeah. You got a
0: refill
1: if need be.
4: We have a new, we have a new
1: cast and crew this uh, Ranger Cup. We've brought in some new blood. We've brought some new folks from the Metroplex area, some new folks from the Houstonian area. And uh, you know, we got a, we got new folks peppered in. I'm always like seeing the cast. Of this you know episodic journey of the ranger cup always growing bringing in new blood new talent new skill sets you know Mm -hmm. i like to always mix up with some new folks grow the grow the base grow the game
0: that's that's what we're doing out here we are that's more than others can
4: say
2: (laughs) well and it would be it would be cool if we could get some people that could actually just Commit. I mean, uh, the, obviously, the hardest. I part you just said I can actually we, play
1: golf, and I was like, "Whoa!" Wait, oh, <laughs> pot called the kettle black. <laughs> no, no.
2: Oh, whoa, we, whoa, like, it's whoa just, just about committing. But like the, I know, Dave. I mean, just the shots fired every every <laughs> second here. But um, no, I mean, it's it's one of those things where obviously we have real jobs and we don't get to play golf every day, so it makes it a little bit tough to get a lot of people together. But it would be cool if we could grow this thing, like to 600 instead of people. 16 wow okay <laughs> i was thinking like 30, 300 i was i
4: was thinking like
1: across two but yeah 19 but different courses 600. across the country simultaneously
4: are we starting our own tour right now is that what's happening
1: <laughs> yeah we're going to compete the mediocrity tour that's
4: that's, yeah, that's no, us nobody
1: pays
0: any money except for to play on the course no prizes are awarded except for the prizes of ego just a bunch and of accomplishment
4: slides. you can't it on the side as you wish of imagine course. a six imagine like a 300 join.
0: versus 300 and it comes down to the last match in singles <laughs> imagine imagine the pressure on those two gentlemen
4: man seems- or ladies
0: i'm not opposed to bringing ladies into the mix either
4: Of course, our tour would hypothetically include men, women, all of the above. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, handicaps adjust to all tee boxes, you know, so. That's what I'm saying.
1: But I think I'm I'm stoked to be going north. Uh, I had the pleasure of being up there this weekend to check out a couple of the courses. Um, You know, I think they're going to be fun tests for a lot of these guys. Uh, We'll be playing at the two courses at Bear Creek in Dallas, east and west. On Saturday for the 36 Holer. It's actually a pretty cool little compound. We'll actually have a nice little spot to kick it in between the two rounds, kind of get some AC, get some food in our stomach. Um, it'll be a good way to kind of weather the 36 in the peak heat of the summer. And then Sunday we'll be heading over to Fort Worth and playing at Hawks Creek. We're just hitting the creeks, baby. We're hitting the creeks, we're creek boys. I mean, it's um, hot out there. You gotta get a little wet, you know. I need <laughs> that's some I, That's right. Um, and also a pretty fun little tight track, but it, it should be a good test. Um, looking forward to looking forward to getting out there with the boys, getting in some new spaces.
4: So, kid, this was your first time playing both courses. I'd love to hear like a quick minute on each course that we played your kind of synopsis, what you thought about what uh, what we should expect going forward
1: yeah for sure well if 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 i were to steal from the uh the marshal at bears creek i could spend 15 minutes just explaining about where the creek goes across the property uh we asked him how what's what's bear creek all about and then he spent 15 minutes just telling us about how the winding creek moves through each hole didn't talk about the holes at all then talk about the general layout of the course what what does it favor accuracy length that where's the bailouts what well like, again the get- important part is that we're going
0: to a creek and we can stay wet he wants us to know where <laughs> <laughs> where we can dip in, at where any point we
4: can take a dip. That's I, right. He, that's right. I go. So tell me what I need to know about the course, or what do I need to do? And he goes, "See that over there on ten? That's Bear's Creek." <laughs> I <was>
3: like, Great,
4: <laughs> man. That's,
1: and, that's super helpful. Um, and then he spent he spent full he spent a full seven to eight minutes doing that. And then he paused i him like, and that that's it. That's all we need to know. <laughs> and then he kind of kept going. I walked off at that point. I'm like, I can't do any
4: more of this. Honestly, I'll give him credit because almost any marshal that you ask that question to, they will say, hit the fairways and hit the greens. You'll be good, man. It's like, oh, thank you. You explained golf to me. In their
0: defense, they're not wrong.
4: They're not wrong. Uh, (laughs) I was hoping for some insider knowledge, which this guy did provide. So I will give him credit for that. Yeah,
1: I'm very familiar with where Bear Creek goes now on the West course.
0: But uh, you can apply that now that you've played the course to where you need to avoid the Creek. You know, so yeah, well, it's, it's true.
2: But and there are some there are some well placed bunkers as well that you may have to look out for. Hole one has four bunkers. I personally somehow found all four of them. It was wild. He it found was, two fair
1: he found two fairway bunkers.
4: <laughs> that are almost <laughs> that, that, that are
1: better. that are literally aligned horizontally down the way of the, the hole. So that's pretty impressive stuff. Well, uh, that's pretty
2: true. I mean, there's, to, that that's part of my game that most people can't understand is that there are things that should not be able to happen that do happen. And I'm probably one of the only ones that can make that be. So it's pretty cool. Put, I, I'm that. sure the
1: architects when they were designing Bear Crew was thinking about Clinton mine when they were putting up their, yes. their different their hazards and the spots they'd be putting in their bunkering for sure. Like this guy who has a 90 degree slice is going to really really be challenged a bit more with these parallel bunkers.
4: <laughs> if you shank it out of this bunker, that bunker does come into play. <laughs> That's the threat that we should have.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Ryan, to, to, to kind of keep going with your question a bit, uh, you know, we played Bear Creek today, Bear Creek West. We didn't have a chance to play Bear Creek East, but it sounds like West is a bit nicer of the two, has a bit more going on in terms of design and challenge. Um, it's got a bit more elevation change i think it has a bit more kind of complex kind of green setups it's a relatively open course like there are some areas where you can get penal but you if every hole has some bailout and you can kind of play to those bailout spots um the green complex complexes are actually fairly interesting the bunkering makes sense it's not doesn't it doesn't just like they're not thrown around randomly it's like what is this 100 yard bunker for like there's still strategy out there that you have to use. And I actually think it will be a decent challenge and you have to know how to play off of uneven lies. You have to know when to kind of make a more conservative play in terms of club choice. There's plenty of creeks and canes that come into play. Um, I do think course knowledge to a degree will be beneficial out there. Um, So that's, that's cool. Um, Hawks Creek, a little bit more traditional in the sense of like, it feels more like a relatively flat track, kind of more dog legs, a little bit more tree lined. Uh, gives me kind of like an upscale muni vibe, not to be like derogatory for it, but like, it feels like the kind of course that like you would see all over the place. And I think that actually plays into a more compelling stretch finish for people. Cause I think more people be comfortable at Hawks Creek than Bears Creek. Um, it's the, the the only thing that I'd be worried about at Hawks Creek is that like the, the greens for the most part are like pretty diabolical. Like they can get pretty quick. They can get pretty firm, and they're pretty grainy too so like they'll piss you off when you're trying to read them and like you think it's like a cup right and then like all of a sudden it just like dives, and you're like what the fuck the grain just takes it so yeah. it'll be a fun little test i actually think um you know you're gonna have to have your a game to score on these courses there's i think there's more scoreable holes on bear creek than hawks creek but i think you're generally not going to get penalized as much um with bad shots Uh, from like your approach at Hawks Creek. The T-ball is a little bit more demanding, but the the green complexes aren't that penal.
4: Yeah, I think that's a a fair assessment. One thing that I noticed today at Bears was that those greens were big. Like there were times where I was on the green where I was like, holy shit, I'm 40 yards away from the pin right now. Um, And I think that could get really interesting. We could see some of those three putts come into play in some big matches. Um, And there was some funky uh big undulation changes I felt like on the greens today as well um yeah there there's a couple shelves
2: and where they put those pins I mean like you could not put enough on it and find yourself you know pretty much even with where you putted from (laughs) beginning if you don't make it over that ridge yeah that was uh there's some good there's some good stuff there for sure I mean, I, I think it's going to be fun. They say, uh, so, you know, we played West today, very hilly, um, some well thought out bunkers and different things, but they say that the East course, um, gets a little bit more narrow as you come towards those greens. I think the greens end up being a tad bit smaller and there's a, even a little bit tougher bunker placement on, on the East, but it is a little bit flatter. So, um, you can see some pretty heavy rollouts as Ryan uh, was able to figure out today with some of his shots. But, you know, with those Hills, they can, they can help and hinder at the same time, depending on, on where you're putting it. But I don't know. I think it's going to be, I think it'll be a fun, fun filled, very, very warm day. Um, But it's uh, going to be a good time.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's trans- let's transition into personnel. Uh, you know, we got a little bit of a debrief of Clint's game right now, um, but I figure we start with the captains. Ryan, how's your game feeling right now? We've got you at a 8.0 index. I'm not sure if that changed and it's projected differently after today's round or not, um,
0: but
4: it did. Yeah. Um- my game
0: after today we're taking the indexes of today and that's what we're playing they're locked at the range
4: so whatever you have now is what you're playing as um my game feels really good um my last five or six rounds have been high 70s low 80s um i have a member guest coming up starting wednesday of this week um so i have been range grinding uh the dude's been practicing a lot So I feel good about where the game is. Um, We'll see after five straight days of golf prior to the Ranger Cup if we still feel good. Um, But right now, I feel like I'm hitting the ball well, driving it well. Tim was very impressed with my misses with the driver today. Um, So we'll see. Who is Tim? Tim Summers, Timo. Oh, he was up there, too. Yeah, he drove in. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every time I would miss it low on the face and hit a low drive, he's like, that is sick. How do you do that? I was like, "Uh, I'm just not good enough, Tim. I keep missing (laughs) the low. So I feel good, though. I mean, I'm happy with where the game's at.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I like where your game's at as well. I think if you weren't a captain, you'd be a really solid, like, you know, one or two pick right now just based on someone who has a decent amount of course knowledge that you're playing well to your number. You play. You beat me by a stroke today. So like, you're in a good spot. I feel like so, and you're playing a decent amount. You know, I as we run through the personnel and the handicaps, I even ask people like, how often have you been playing? What's your frequency of play? I figure I'd try to give that information to you guys too, as these things pop up, so we can keep some context to how much cobwebs are on some of these guys' games. But yeah, let's run down the list. Um, we got a lot hey, of new guys. Real, in-
2: real quick, kid. um I don't know how easy it would be. Could you possibly email that little list that you had um, that had the handicaps? Is that is that possible so that I could have it pulled up? Um, I apologize. <laughs> I don't have my dual screens working as well as I'd like to today. I don't have my iPad. I got some issues. So. It's all
0: good, man. It's all good.
1: I just sent you a link to the uh the spreadsheet that has all of our historical data for the ranger cup people's records history we're making history baby we're 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 very similar to you know owgr in that respect we're trying to maintain a strong strength of field you know we're trying to be able to keep and categorize these folks and their players and their impact um and we look we're trying to take every
0: every single tour into account if the best players in the world are in it should be judged probably.
4: Oh, man, we're we're doing not touch that one. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at you, OWGR. That's all he said.
1: Clint, you let me know when you get that spreadsheet to take a look at the list and you'll see. Spreadsheet is open. At the bottom of that one, rows 57 through 74 is what you're looking for. If you scroll down the first sheet.
2: Yep, yep. Yep, I'm on it.
1: Okay, great. So that is the players and their indexes and their records and their frequency of play. So as I run down this list, we'll go from top to bottom. Uh, You'll know the names from the top. As we get to the bottom, there'll be a lot of people with zero records without play. But starting with uh, the current undefeated, but only one Ranger Cup participants with a record of 2-0-0, and with the frequency of play of semi-weekly, we've got ourselves Dave on this pod at a 12.2 index. Was uh, How's your game
0: <laughs> feeling, Dave? You
1: feeling confident about your game right now?
0: Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, my index is, is the lowest it's been this season, so I guess that means my game's in a pretty good place. Um. And uh, I mean, I've been shooting pretty low lately. Um, one thing I have been, you know, having to battle with is, you know, as you guys know, I'm not a big uh, range before I play guy. Um, so when I go out and play, I've been having to, you know, kind of adapt with what shot shape I'm playing that, you know, that day. And Work so with, with what. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's been primarily a draw as of late with my irons um but i played on wednesday with uh me and kid's dad and mark uh, a pal that is going to be playing in the ranger cup and another uh gentleman and uh i was playing a fade and i was hitting my irons really good i hit 50 percent green and regs um shot a 85 out at lakeside um and it felt pretty good and it could have been a lot lower um i had an ob off a t on one hole and a topped hybrid on number 10 at lakeside that hit Eight a wall the and went backwards awesome. so those were two pretty bad holes and if i got those back it probably could have been a lot lower so my game is feeling pretty good um i just got to figure out what my shot shape is that day and uh going into the ranger cup I plan on going to the range um, the week leading up to it at least a couple times, and hopefully we'll get a shot shape dialed in, and I can uh, continue my good play in uh, the Ranger Cup. So I would say on a scale of one to ten on my confidence and my gameplay, I would say I'm a a
1: solid eight. I think a solid nice. eight. I, I was hearing that through the lens of someone who was like doing their press conference after their round and like where their game's at. And I was hearing like, yeah, I pumped one OB and I topped one into a wall, but I'm fe- overall feeling really great about <laughs> the <game. laughs>
4: but, I said I hit
0: 50% green and reg, though, as well. So no. Also, That's if a rough. pro had said that,
1: they'd be like, my game's in a great place. I hit 50% of the greens. <laughs> Hey. I know. Comparing to a pro, I just that's I where my head was filtering it, and it just because you were using the tone of voice and like the breakdown, I was just laughing in my head about it. Um, and also for me, I think I had
0: uh, thirty-five putts, so anytime that I have uh, well,
1: less than you know, two putt average, less than a two putt average, that's good for me. So joining from a phone somewhere in the U.S. of A., I don't know who this is. I don't know the phone That'd number. Be, who is on the line? <laughs> I don't know, but. uh, well, yeah, we'll see. We might find out. We, we we opened up the the Zoom to folks that are participating in the Ranger Cup, so when they join in, maybe they'll sound off on who they are, and we can figure we can figure out how to fit them into it. But for the most part, lots of folks will be kind of participating and kind of uh, listening into the draft and knowing when they get picked and which team they get a part of. But caller, thanks for joining. Long time listener, I'm sure. And uh,
4: first time. Uh, but but yeah, as, as a on. whole,
0: I'm feeling pretty good A3. about my game.
4: 830 that's got to be Tim right it's certainly Tim driving to Midland right now
0: but anyways yeah feeling pretty good about the game um my index is lower than the last Ranger Cup I think I was at a 15 something last time and me and Ryan went to the range beforehand and I probably got my game somehow to where it's at like right about now um so that really played an advantage last time I won't be working with that this time but I I I've been playing pretty close to my handicap like lately so
4: 12 is the lowest you've been in quite a while right you're playing really good golf it sounds like
0: um yeah i mean i've been a smidge lower in the past but his like, low like index I, is
1: 12.1 right now it's 12.2 so when you well, said a been, smidge it, lower it's been
0: no 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 it's it's been in the 11s before, before the new, the new, like, handicap came in. Like, I've played, I've played better golf before, but.
4: But you're playing very well.
0: Yeah, like, I shot in the 70s, uh, I don't know, a couple months, a month and a half ago, and I haven't shot in the 70s probably in a year and a half, two years prior to that with Clint at great, at, uh at Jimmy Clay. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, that was my last time in the 70s before that, but. <laughs>
2: I remember that. I do remember that because I was rooting for you.
1: (laughs) All right. I'm going to keep moving on this list. We're going to breeze through some more of these. Um, Number two on the list, B. White at an 11.5 index and a 2-0 record as well at a frequency of play of monthly. That is where B. White is at. He's a a solid player, solid pickup, good good chem, got great camaraderie with the team. I was paired up with B White um
0: for the round at Star or no at uh, Kissing Tree last year. And uh he was our we played the uh best ball and then scramble, and he was a delight to play with, and he was sinking putts. Um it was he's real, he's
2: got real Will Zalatoris vibes.
0: Except he uses a normal normal that. putter, which I respect.
2: i I mean, um he's insanely small and he can stripe the shit out of the ball
4: Okay. um he is long I mean, like, sneaky long yeah yeah
0: he's also yeah, he a can, fellow ricky fowler fan which i respect the fuck out of uh, he
2: is i've seen him in head-to-toe puma gear
4: on the golf course more oh than yeah. once more than once when you say wills out Taurus vibes i immediately think that his putting stroke makes you want to throw up like
2: no, that, no 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 out, no, no that part that part's much different but yeah. i did uh i did find out he shelved the scotty cam the other day i believe for the spider Ooh. yeah as long um, as as long
0: as he didn't go to a broomstick we're all good
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, he's not but with one of those. You, I'm always happy spiders. to hear
0: that we got a Spider-Boy, a new Spider-Boy in the mix.
2: I, th- I think he's a Spider-Boy right now, if I'm not mistaken. I got to ask him. I know he shelved the Scotty Cam, though. I know he did.
0: I mean, the Spider's the best putter in the game. I don't care who you ask.
4: It's phenomenal. I love it. I'm a big fan, big uh, card-holding member of the Spider-Boy club. Love it. We should call it the multiverse, I feel like.
1: I don't. I don't okay. think we should do that. <laughs> All right, we've got 14 more people to yeah, get through. So we're, we're, gonna, we're,
3: gonna, yeah. we're gonna have to pick let's up some guys. Tim uh, Summers. Third, I'll
2: do was
1: <laughs> yes. Tim Summers is third on the list with a one zero and one record, one uh, one win, one tie. Uh, a bi-weekly player. Uh potentially on the zoom call right now. Who know really knows? I'm not sure what. Tim would say about must be enjoying our conversation while he drives, which I respect the fuck out of. That's completely fair as well. Um, What I can say is that Tim's game from my understanding is in a pretty good place. He had some strong holes today and yesterday. Um, You know, I think generally he's probably just miserable in the heat, which I think a lot of people will be, it'll be about stamina out there, but I think he had a sunny disposition and he was playing the best he could. And I think he had lots of standout holes. Definitely. The, the the match was fairly competitive today with him and Tim Tim on uh him and Clint the same team which is you know riding around the cart with Clint all day you know going from point A to point B to point C to point D um you know can wear on anyone so I I I, I respect his uh, his grit that's,
2: that's not true. true it doesn't it, it does not wear on people because all I do is sit there and pump them up the whole time. <laughs> Because I all like they're because just. That's what you do, man. That is. That's what I do. I, I not, thought you said you were they're chirping they're your as teammate, as teammate
1: today. You were shit talking no, your teammate no, today. I
2: only, made, I only made that one comment that I. I don't remember. Ryan called it out like when I said. I it. Even
4: remember what you said, but I was just like, I don't. Dog, that was a jab. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: remember what it was. It was like it was like a very heavy compliment followed with like a, a pretty undertone jab and I don't I don't remember what it was. It was not it was not intentional. It was just kind of off the cuff. But uh yeah.
4: He got hit with a drive by is a hundred percent what happened.
2: Yeah. yeah. But hey, yep. the the Tim sunk a stone cold putt on nine to mm-hmm. uh, to push on you know on the front, which was, was pretty clutch
4: and saved us 10 bones today, you know? That was a clutch, but the pressure did not get to Timo, And that is definitely something to take into account when drafting a team Had ice water in his veins when it came down to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: it mm-hmm. I mean, these are the intangibles. You got to be able to account for as a captain. These are things that you guys will continue to experience and learn from. It's, it's all part of the, the process for sure. Um, moving down the list, uh, Brandon Blonde uh, you know, Dave's compatriot in most of his rounds together. You'll hear this when I say this again as he puts his headphones on. Brandon Blonde at a 14.5, uh, a 2-1-1 one one record with a weekly cadence of playing. Um, Dave, you play more golf with Brandon than anyone I know. Uh, you know, where's, where's Brandon's game at right now?
0: Um, it's just about where Brandon's game is all, all the time. You know, he has a capability of going out there and shooting mid 80s to low 80s at any given moment. And then he's his own worst enemy. He's uh, he can get down on himself real quickly. And uh, if you're paired up with Brandon, you just got to know that you got to be that that leveling force, keeping his spirits high, letting him know that, you know, he he's got it. He's got 17 more holes. It's not a big deal. We we can keep this thing going. It's a team aspect here, man. We just need a, a some a, a couple good holes out of you. That's all we need. That's all we need, my man. But yeah, no, he 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 has all the he, he he has all the things that he needs to have to play well at the Ranger Cup, and it seems like he he does rise to the occasion for these things. He I think uh you know the little bit of added I don't I don't want to say pressure but excitement to be in a competition and uh something that we've been keeping track of and uh you know just uh wanting to be on the winning team I think that brings a little something out of him and uh yeah he he likes it he takes it serious and uh I think uh I think we can look forward to another good ranger ranger cup from Brandon if I if I had to put my money somewhere.
2: I I couldn't agree more. I got to play with Brandon Um... I don't remember if it was the first ranger cup or the second one. I think it was the first one. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean, dude, that couldn't have been a better description of Brandon. Uh honestly, which obviously you play with him on a weekly basis, so you get to see it. But
0: yeah. And I will I'm, add um, that uh you said he's a 14 and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good value for B because he <laughs> can definitely, definitely he can definitely play to that handicap if not you know several strokes better than that handicap, so yeah. um it's just or all a of them uh, all a matter of what branding you get that day, and I think, like I mentioned before, that you know the ranger cup brings brings something out of him, and he's gonna come to play so
1: uh you know. Dave spoke a bit about, you know, keeping his spirits up, you know, keeping the guy leveled uh, someone who's really good at keeping people's spirits up next on this list, Bryce, Bryce at a, who has 10. been
0: 0. a partner with Brandon in the past Ranger cup. And they did vibe pretty well together. And that's on, that's uh, I was the captain for that team. And I just saw the chemistry written on the
1: wall with those two and boy, did it pay off.
4: They vibe. Uh-huh. Also
1: with a two one one record and then a monthly cadence of playing Bryce, uh, you know, I can't speak to how accurate a 10 is for his game right now, but that's where he's at and people can take it or leave it at whatever uh, satisfaction they I want. I saw that yeah, he was out the...
0: on the course today. Um, so I think he's trying to get his game in tune um, via the social medias. I saw that and I was, I, I was, you know, delighted to see it. You know, I, I like guys who are, Invested in this and want to play
1: well and do bring bring bringing the win home. You know,
0: I mean, I mean you know, pretty, to the point
1: earlier, we're here growing the game. That's what we're doing. We're pushing yeah. people out there on the golf course, more motivating them to get you know get out there. And you know, I I would relish the moment to say that this is something that we did, and we should be proud of it.
2: Okay. I mean this is this is going to be a good time and we're we're bringing some people together to to battle royale and I think it's going to be pretty rad Bryce. I mean like you said Dave, uh he can he can get the people going. Uh he he can he can uh he can really get after it if you will. Um but I don't know, Tim. I I mean I guess he's been playing some some better golf. Tim's pretty that's that's pretty salty. So I, I think that'll be uh, a decent guy that's up for grabs.
1: Yep. Uh, moving down the list, we're going to jump past Clint. We got his soliloquy on his game right now. We don't need much more on that, um, but he is sitting out at a 36 right now. He's got a record of two one and one in the Ranger Cup as well. Um, a strong performance considering his team and by, by, by proxy my team at the last Ranger Cup absolutely torched. So uh, I did just want to five. clarify real quick
0: because on Grint, uh, Clint's at a twenty nine right now. So are we just going to give him the same as, same spiel as last year, the
1: uh, thirty six <laughs> index? Right, because this is the same situation that he had last year. It said twenty nine. He wasn't a twenty nine. We just played with Clint today. He's for sure thirty six. We played to a thirty six. <laughs> he still lost to us, and we had him playing from the white tees as well. So thirty six uh, is
4: a good number for Clint. Thirty
1: six is a good number for Clint from what we saw today.
4: Yeah.
1: Perfect. I just wanted to clarify. Yep. Um, we already got over Ryan's as well. He's also two one and one in the Ranger Cup. Plays at a semi weekly cadence um we've heard on ryan's game moving down the list to dan uh 6.9 nice um one two and one record in the ranger cup and if i had to venture a guess maybe once every two months dan plays at this at this clip uh probably yeah Yeah. i think that's about right for dan right now 6.9 as far as i'm concerned is probably a bit low for where dan's game probably is right now um yeah that's,
4: that's I
0: but like brandon i think he can come out and play good golf even if he hasn't played well for a while but it could be the complete opposite where it works against him and he could play shit too uh so. i haven't played nearly as much as ryan and i'll let him take the wheel after this but that's just my first impression of dan's game
4: i think you're spot on with that impression uh when dan is on dan is on and it's a, a scary thing to have coming at you um, I can confirm that he has been grinding on the range the last couple of weeks. Um, he's got a new job and he's got some time to, to hit some balls after work. So I know he's been putting in that swing work. Um, 6.9 is pretty, it's salty for Dan, um, but he did go and, and shoot even par at uh, Lions or I think it was Lions like a year ago that just totally screwed him up. So yeah, um, he's a little lower than he could be, but I tell you what, if there's that's somebody that I want as a scramble partner, cause he can hit some golf shots.
1: Moving down from Dan, uh, myself, uh, at a 6.1, one, two, one, and at a semi weekly cadence, um, kind of, kind of like practice time as well with that. Um, you know, in summation, I already kind of touched on it. My game was in a wonderful, beautiful, just happy place back in April. Uh, I was trending down to a scratch index. Uh, Clint was about to be paying me some dollar bills for our, our bet that we have. But then right around that 1.5 mark uh, and around mid-May, it, 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 it truly fell off of a cliff. A, a high cliff that I just I was dropping for days. And I feel like just recently I have slammed my carcass against the ground and I have slowly started to reassemble myself from the bowels of this valley and reinventing my game uh, to get it back to some semblance of what it was. I tried committing to it and just getting through the, this valley, but the, my old game is gone. It's not coming back. I've had to rebuild everything uh, and we're still going through that re- reconstruction process. It's very much like the New Deal and you, you know,
0: rebuild coming, it and you make it stronger that's what happens you know
1: and that's what we're trying but uh, it's been a a tough a tough scene i think in all of march and april i i barely there wasn't a round there i wasn't breaking 80 at the very least it was it was high times in the kid household but uh the recently i had had some rounds in the high 90s uh plenty of low 90s rounds some high 80 rounds and we're just starting to trend back into a, a better position. But the handicapped has climbed finally up to a respectable level of a 6.1, where I was losing money for, for weeks at a like 1.8 and like a 2.5 until it finally started to, like kill, killing some of those broken par rounds. So, hey, I got us a win at uh, yeah, D- Dave carried my dead body around uh, during a, a match against Mark and Brandon. I helped a little bit, but uh, it was
0: it was a rough. kissing tree right yeah. yeah
1: yeah kissing tree
4: yeah kid your game uh there there were some struggles today out there um you did throw a driver halfway up a tree unintentionally on Un- it uh, yeah
1: unintentionally, <clears throat>
4: <Very> unintentionally. <laughs> yeah right
1: glandular um, it's it's sweaty out there these days
4: it did result and in- i think that i think sure, that was on that tour. dude sure i've Wasn't seen that on it hold too it was on hold too. Um, and he, he said to me probably halfway through the round. He said, I don't know what's going on with my driver. And I said, it's your head dog. It's not your driver. It's your brain. Uncle Idaho, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and kid rallied. Um, I will say that he was, he was lost in the forest today and still shot in 84. Like if a three,
1: Oh, wait, a- no. maybe you shot the 83 i don't know I shot you A3 shot 82 i you shot an 82 i shot an 83 which is getting me back to where i need to be I, we need to be seeing sevens but right. you know it is what
4: it is and it, if you have your game like you were struggling and you shot an 83 so if you're on you can definitely do some damage at these courses so. couldn't, just couldn't, couldn't make any putts C- couldn't you, make any putts you did That's have kind of the story as
1: of late with you right. though i feel like well, we we found something with the putter. Like, the the putting was bad with Dave recently, but I've changed up the putting stroke as I've changed everything in my game now. And Clint and Ryan can attest, the pace in the line was damn near perfect on every hole. just weren't perfectly matching up. We were burning edges. Yeah. We were lag putting our dick off. We just couldn't get a birdie putt to drop. Yeah, definitely.
2: there was, there was like, it was a game of millimeters, not even inches for you today. Like, it was like, You could have just, yeah. You you draw. You probably missed out on five birdie putts that all should have gone in, but they didn't. So that's how you end up (laughs) at an 84 and not a 79.
0: The the one that makes me feel
1: not fuck. (laughs) Sure. Um, The one thing I will take away is that it feels like the strength of my game again is my irons and my wedges, which usually is like my bedrock that like I build the foundation from. And I was struggling off the tee, which I'm kind of used to sometimes. So, like, knowing that, like, I felt confident with my irons and my wedges in my hand again, like, is a nice feeling when I had been, like, lost with everything for, like, a month and a half. So, like, knowing that, like, I was striping those out there today, like, made me feel better. Yeah. That if we can just get a hot driver day, like... 70's back on the table. Well, you were All right, before we that.
0: before we move on from you, kid. Uh, if you had to assess your game with the handicap index that you're given for this tournament, what do you think your value is in re- in regards to that?
1: I would rather like hear Ryan and Clint speak to it since they just watched me play today and they're sure, sure. Then yeah, I said can 6. do that. Too. Um I, yeah, I I that's where I would put it at.
4: I mean, I feel like that's what I was was just getting at that at a 6.1 with kid having an off day and still scoring. Like, I think there's some value there. I think that he's got a mid to low seventies round in the tank. If things click and uh, you know, he definitely loves the competition. So there's some value for sure.
1: I've got, I've got two weeks. Like it's locked at 6.1. If I keep putting in the work, I could see it going back down. Um, but that requires me still putting in the work, and I have a pretty busy fucking week and a half. So maybe that doesn't. happen.
2: Well, and even even if I mean I, not not as similar to Brandon, but as long as kid can stay out of his own head and and just like let a golf shot bring him back, I think he'll be fine. Um, but I've I've seen you implode in that head and, and then, and then on the course after that. So I, I think you gotta, as long as you can stay even keel up here, I think you'll be fine.
1: Well, I'll, I'll say that every Ranger cup round that I've played and I've played well, like it, I haven't won all of them, but I've, I don't think I've shot. I don't think I've shot in the eighties in the Ranger cup yet. Like it, it, it's difficult to have some rounds that are like alt shot and scramble, but every time that I've been on my ball, like it's been pretty solid play and i'm hoping for that to continue i do think i play better under pressure
4: yeah i believe that i've definitely seen you in some pressure situations i think you you enjoy that you like you like the test all
1: right so moving on from me uh mark uh, i don't know if either of you have had the pleasure of playing with mark but uh he's at a 15.0 uh he's got a 0-0 record this is where the 0-0 records begin at a, probably a roughly a weekly cadence. Does that make sense, Dave? Is that fair? He's Yeah, once a
0: week? I, it's probably similar to me, like semi-weekly. I, I I, mean, I'm closer to weekly. I try to play once a week, and usually it's with Mark and Brandon. Um, but uh, Mark recently moved back to Austin a few months back, so he's been playing more golf since he moved back. So, yeah, I'd say it's at a weekly, semi-weekly clip.
1: And how does 15 sound to you, Dave, that, that feel like it's Valley that feel like it's right around, right. You know, where are we there?
0: Um, so he doesn't have the paid for Grint. Um, I could see him at a 16 as like, not just like, it, it's probably like a 15, six or 15, seven, something like that. If I had to guess. Um, but uh Mark has the ability, he can literally shoot in the 70s if it clicks for him. He is a, a good golfer, like in, in all, like all respects. But he, you know, like a lot of people, um, things can set him off and he can go into a whirlwind of not playing well for whatever reason. If it's the group in front of him is slow, if the group behind him seems like they're going to be hitting into him, lots of things set him off. So, again, he has to have to have a good partner that can woo saw him, get him in the right mindset. Um, But, you know, he is a delight to play with, uh, absolute, you know, crack of a guy. And uh, I I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, a little bit of competition put, you know, what it does to his game, because I haven't really seen him in a, a situation like this. But I have seen Mark play really good golf. He's had some good little glimmers of golf over the past few months that I've seen. As of lately, it's been, you know, mediocre for him. Um, so I think, you know, at a at a 15, you know, I think he can definitely outperform that. But, you know, at the same time, like it it's probably needed, you know, if he's not there. So if that makes uh, any sense. One round
4: with Mark. Um, and he seems like an awesome locker room dude to me. Like he seems like a really nice dude. The one time I played with him, the, the kind of guy who just can get along with anybody. We didn't know each other at all before we played this round together, had a bunch of nice conversation, really funny dude. Uh, I think he's going to be a good fit for one of these teams for sure.
2: Yeah, I think that, he
4: can, he can
2: fit right in for sure. I've only played one round with him as well, if I remember correctly, but
1: yeah, no. <sighs> agreed. Moving on the list, uh, this is someone that is one of Clint's friends. I don't know if any of us have played a, a golf with him before. Maybe, like, I don't know if he was at your bachelor party potentially, but Jeff, 13.8. Uh, these are all zero zeros. Uh, apparently plays daily. That was what threw me off. Apparently plays daily well, is what he told me. So,
2: so he, he does, like, up until very recently, that was probably true. Um, he lives on a golf course. Um, And he was probably really getting out there daily. Uh, He was in the boat business and uh, left and was just kind of odd jobbing. So it gave him a lot of free time. Um, And he just recently got back into the boat biz. So he is now having to be at the office. So I imagine that daily has dwindled. But that's as of like literally within the last couple of weeks. So he, he's been playing some golf, and um, and I imagine his handicap's pretty accurate. Uh, he is, like, the type of guy you want on your team in the sense that, like, he's positive guy, positive guy, positive guy. Like, I don't – David, you could kind of compare him to Brandon in the sense, like, when Brandon's pumped and Brandon is on, like – the type of banter you get from him, the type of confidence you get from him, that type of thing. Um, that's Jeff through and through. But even when he has a bad hole, like he blows it off and he's he's on to the next. So he's he can be he can be a, a pretty good force at, at uh 13 eight. I think that's probably a pretty pretty accurate one for him. I did uh get to play with him at the stay and play that we did at links at lands End um, not too long ago. So I say not too long ago. I don't even remember when that was. I think it was maybe March, uh, but whatever. Um, yeah. So he could be a, he could be somebody worth having on your team for sure.
1: Nice. Looking forward to having him. That's, I always like us expand the group into new folks. So that's always great.
0: Excited for that. I played with Um, him a couple of times in Costa too, or maybe just once, but yeah, he, he definitely has the ability to play well. Um, and it sounds like he's been playing a lot more golf lately, so I'm excited to see.
1: Yes, sir. Good deal. deal. Moving down, uh, one of the pull-ins from Ryan's side, which is a good mix of these two captains having their own kind of like flock of guys that they know pretty well. Um, Evan at a 7.6, uh and i don't know how often he plays maybe like weekly or a couple times a month i don't really know
4: yeah um almost every time i play golf evan plays golf um saturday when it was 107 was the exception but i did get word that he went to the range that afternoon instead of playing with us um, i don't know
1: man i'm still look it's gonna be hot for the ranger cup it's gonna be 36 holes you're backing out on a saturday round with the boys trying to get some clinic time at the course I And we'll not you should be thinking that about that as a
4: captain and- He is as fair weather as fair weather gets. Uh, I don't know anybody who gets Uber Eats more than this dude. Like conditions are crucial for him. If he can back out, he will. Um, That said, he plays a beautiful little high draw. Uh, He can strike the golf ball. He's a great putter. Um, And he's from this area. So he's a stick. He's playing really good golf. Um, He and I play quite a bit together and, it's usually kind of a, a showdown between the two of us of who's going to come out on top, but we shoot really similar scores. Um, yeah. And he, he can ball for sure.
1: Nice. Good. Nice, succinct recap, Brian. People should take note. That was well done. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Garrett, Garrett, Clint, another one from your flock at a 23.0 um, apparently plays at a relatively monthly cadence. Um, what do we got to say about old G?
2: Old oh, gear bear. Um, I played a lot of golf with him in the past. Uh, he's down in the Houston area. So obviously I've been gone from there for a while. Um, so I haven't gotten to play with him and, and he hasn't been playing a tremendous amount of golf lately. Um, so with that being said at that 23, it's probably, um, it could be good if he's on because the dude can strike the ball. I mean, like off the tee, if he can, if he can keep it in the right direction, it's gonna go far. Um, but you know that's a big if. So he could, he could be a really solid teammate if uh, if he can keep it together. If he can, if he can kind of piece together around, he can definitely pick up shots here and there that that uh, you know somebody else might be dropping the ball on. So I could see him being a possible good player. I mean, you know, obviously when you get in these high handicaps, like if they have the ability to do well at any point, it can be very beneficial, especially with those double pops here and there. So, yeah. Um, and they boost, they boost season. any
1: partner's handicaps as well in those averages, whether it's alt shot or scramble, you throw in a low handicapper with them, they get all of a sudden a boosted handicap and all of a sudden they're popping in holes they never pop on yeah
2: exactly yeah yeah it could be somebody that's good to pair up with uh with a low handicap so yeah
1: solid <clears throat> solid uh moving on the list to i believe a another one from your your flock uh justin at a 20.0 i don't know anything about
0: what about Garrett? Justin? oh we just talked about him sorry yeah, well, sorry. yeah. sorry sorry, sorry.
2: Yeah, no, Justin, uh, that's my brother-in-law. I was just in Colorado with him. We played a pretty badass course up there, uh, in the Vail area. Um, say like very similar situation to Garrett. Like, um, if he could be on and if he can, if he can control off the t box. I mean, he's got, he's got distance. If he can, if, if he can keep it straight or not, not even straight, he hits the ball straight. It's just like, if he can keep it in in the fairway, I mean, that ball's going, it's moving, it's going far. Um, I mean, he, he's definitely got the ability to hit a good golf shot. Um, And if he's, and if he's on once again, at that 20 handicap, which is accurate. I mean, he, you know, he generally is going to, is going to be a mid, mid nineties golfer. Um, He can, he definitely can shoot over hundred. He shot one Oh two when I played with him the other day, but I mean, he's also been known to pop into the eighties here and there. So um, I mean, if he, if he could happen to be on once again, pairing with a low handicap, it could be a pretty, uh, pretty heavy
1: force. Nice. All right. Moving down the list again to Pete, <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pepper 2.5. Uh, I don't know how often Pete plays. This is someone from Ryan's flock. Although not on neither of these guys' teams yet, per se, but this is the lowest index of the group of guys. Uh, Ryan, can you speak to this stick? I can. Before you speak, hey, before you speak to Pete, we have someone joining the call. It looks like he's either in the passenger seat or he's driving. If he's driving, get off of the call or set it down somewhere. Uh, We have Bryce, Bryce in the mix. We've already gone over his handicap, but how are you feeling, B?
3: Man, just got off the course with my boy, played up in old Huntsville, old Elkins, Um, played like shit today, but I'm going to bring myself together uh, for the next few weeks, so.
0: But you're also vibing, I know that.
3: Oh, dude, I'm always vibing, that's not a a problem, because I'm fucking ready, okay? Question of the vibe. I am ready whenever we get there
1: that's it <laughs> we love to hear that bryce you, right now we've got you at a 10.0 index is that how you're feeling like you're playing right now
3: i mean my last two rounds were 84 84 this one got up a little high but you know i like to not sandbag
2: um i'm
3: not i'm not one of those people so i'll just play whatever way
1: would I'm you say you're shit out of that would Go you say now. you'll be cool and Maybe in an upward direction in a couple weeks.
3: I I fucking hope so.
4: <laughs> hey, you better believe that, my guy.
3: Oh, who's involved? Yeah.
0: We have. No, not we're drafted. about to. We're about that... to literally start the draft. You came yeah. at the perfect time.
3: All right, all right. I hope I don't get limperest over here. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Christ. No, no I have
4: worries. Are you bringing the mustache? To dfw yeah that's I that's <laughs> that that's heavy right that thing is heavy
0: go. i love it dude i'm coming with the mustache too bryce so hopefully we can be mustache <laughs>
1: All right, yeah. let's, let's get through the rest of these names, then we'll kick off the draft. Um, those of you that aren't talking, try to be quick on the mute button in case there's any sort of noise. I'm mostly just talking to you, Bryce. Just in case. <laughs> Bryce is comments. fine, man. He's a oh, professional.
4: Yeah, Zoom culture. He's good. He's
1: got it. He's locked in. Um, all right, moving on. We already, I already spoke to his name, but Pete, Ryan, lowest
4: index of the group of folks. Can you speak to Pete a bit more? I can, yeah. Uh, Pete's a stick. I play a lot of golf with Pete. Uh, you see it right there. 2.5. The dude can go low. Uh, he does stand on the wrong side of the golf ball. That could be a problem for you. You always need one lefty. Yeah, exactly. He is definitely the lefty, um, hits the ball a mile and he can score. Uh, Pete can play. There's just, there's no other way to say it. I mean, that's why you get a 2.5 next to your name.
1: Yep. I mean, as simple as that, the guy can go low. Um last one on the list, a bit of a ringer. Uh you know, kind of like a a shadowy figure that may or may not be there this upcoming weekend. We're still looking for a flex spot. But uh Brian uh, from uh Clint's Flock, uh, can we speak to Brian's game at all? We don't even have an index for this guy.
2: I don't. Um I I don't have a, a great explanation. Um I mean, he I've never played golf with the guy, but I flow ride with him every week and um that's incredible. He says <laughs> well, he's a stick, I, baby. <laughs> well, he, do, he does. I mean, he, he used to play a ton of golf. He says that, you know, he was like a, a golf pro at a, at a spot at one point in time. Um, I think in Hawaii. I think he was living over in Hawaii and, and uh, doing the golf hey. pro thing for a little bit. And um, I, don't, I don't know what that speaks to his game currently. I don't even know if he's going to be able to be in this draft. I'm going to pick him as my last pick. Um, if he can make it, that's great. I don't know what his handicap's going to be. Um, I don't know how much golf he's been playing recently. He told me he was going to try to grind out some rounds before the Ranger Cup. Um, but if I if he can't play, uh, I will see him tomorrow night, and I'm going to kick him in the dick. So it's fine.
4: I, I got to just ask one question right now, Clint. My, my spidey senses just started tingling me. So you're telling me that you have a, a former golf pro that might be a flake that you're going to reserve for the last pick of the draft?
2: I think that I, th- so a little context, I sent it to Kid. I forgot that I didn't send it to the group text. Um, he works in the boat biz as well. And he said he got an email from his GM yesterday that said that none of the guys uh, on the sales team could take off anymore this month, even though he said that he reached out, you know, two months ago when I asked him uh, to ask off. So he said he's got a call to call into the GM to ask if, uh, if he can still have that day off, but there's a possibility he might get blackballed and, and not be able to make it.
4: So, I, not I'm so sure. I just want to make sure I'm not getting hustled right now that I'm, I'm hearing everything correctly. I'm missing no, four dimensional chess it, from Clint, but well, I honestly would respect well, the fuck out of
2: <laughs> <laughs> it. would be, but at the same time, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to play that, that fucking Spidey game right now. Like I, I honestly, I don't even know how good his game is right now. He, he definitely has not been playing golf lately. So, um, you know, I, I think the whole uh, if you don't use it, you lose it thing is pretty real in this game. So um, there's there's a good possibility that his handicap would not reflect what he actually plays right now. So he could definitely be a herder unless he happened to be on that day. So we'll see.
1: I think that's proper context before we kick this thing off. We understand. Ryan, do you accept his auto? you know, pick of this person or do you would you want the I flex do,
4: I do accept. I was just giving them a hard time. It, I totally okay. get it.
2: Um
4: Yeah, I would be remiss not to state that
1: Bryce crawled into the trunk of his car that he was he's in <laughs> right now moving, not driving obviously, and he he grabbed a road soda and he's he's pumped about it. Um Oh, yeah. All right, that means we're kicking off for the draft. Earlier today, we had a challenge between Ryan and Clint to hand toss a ball closest to the hole. Uh, they both had a pretty poor showing for that. Uh, to determine the draft order, uh, Clint got it closest. And, uh, you know, he'll be getting the first pick in this draft. Uh, Bryce, your your mic is live. Is there something you'd like to notify the group of, my guy?
3: Yes, uh, Clint was talking about some of that may or may not be in uh, this whole thing. And I just like to say, if people are questionable and they're not a hundred percent in, they just need to get out.
0: Yeah. We've I mean, been I'm, on that. We've got some I'm backups. Yeah. We're just confirming it. Bryce, we're on it. I appreciate it. And I love you.
4: All right. Hey, Bryce is the guy that's sitting next to you that played golf with you today available. Uh,
3: <laughs> uh, the ringer. <laughs> uh, you can ask Glenn about that one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just say it sounds like Marcus there is. might be a story we'll, we'll, there.
1: We'll, okay. we'll take this offline. We'll take this offline. Um, we'll figure out more details as they, as, as they unfold. Uh, let's just stick to the draft for right now. Um, all right. So you've heard the names, you've heard the indexes, you've heard how often they've been playing recently. We've gone through the full list. We've gone through the courses. We've got two new captains. Let's kick off this shit with the first pick in the Ranger Cup number three. Clint, who are you choosing? I've thought
2: long and hard about this. And um, really, I didn't have to because I already knew. 2-0, and you know, next to it. And he's sitting on this call. I got to take my boy, Dave
4: man.
0: Let's go. First round, first pick. Um, I couldn't be more flattered, Clint. I appreciate your confidence in me. I hope I can rise to the occasion for you, man. Uh, I I know you will. And that's
2: why I picked you. And that is why I picked
0: you, my guy. I got the confidence to do it, man. You know that. And not many guys
1: can say they're a first round or first pick in the uh, Ranger cup draft. Dave, I'm sure you'll wear that title with pride. Because I think you know right now, I the other person who has that is Ryan. I think he was first pick in both the previous drafts. So you two are the only card carry members of first picks overall.
4: Welcome to the club, Dave. Enjoy it. Wear it with pride.
0: Oh, you know uh, I will, man. And I appreciate the pick, Clint. I really do think my game will be where, where it should be whenever it comes down to play. And you know you can pair me with anyone if need be and i can uh bring them to where they need to be at so yeah well and
2: there's leadership you know yeah he's been a past he's been a past leader he's been a past winner and so you know i can i can go back and forth we can we can kind of you know
0: and i feel pretty confident together you can throw me with anyone and i can bring the course to them with my phone and my gps i can figure out a course. I don't really need someone to be giving me course knowledge. I can see it from a bird's eye view. Be like, I need to avoid these bunkers. What do I want in? And then I can relay relay that to my partner and let them know mm-hmm. what they need to know. You know,
1: That's Ryan and right. I stumbled right. across a couple of things that aren't on the GPS at Bears Creek. Uh, yeah. Today, well, what but-
0: GPS were you using kid? Were you GPS out there? I don't
1: know if you were,
0: maybe it was on the cart, but not my GPS. All right. I got what I need and I'll do what I
4: want we were using a premium service, my guy. This is top notch. I'll have That's you know. It. The name it eludes us. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, I will tell you that these people are uh, widely known for their uh, their course mapping and visual aids. You okay. know what? None of that matters. Ryan, <laughs> it we're doesn't on matter to you. you right? What is your You're number one pick? On. With my first pick. We just talked about the dude. I got to take the guy. Um, I might have left this part out. He grew up down the street from Bears <laughs> Creek. His name is Pete Herda. He is a two-foot ah, handicap.
0: Just failed to mention that failed little he bit. Mentioned. He-
4: uh, Wow, that he, was interesting knowledge to leave off the table, Ryan. Right. It was, you know, he that was not his home course, but uh, he's played there once or twice uh he hits a golf ball further than anyone i've ever played with like it's stupid. man
0: ryan was really fucking pumping this guy down he's yeah, now that he's I, picked him he's like it's literally the best golfer i've ever seen he fucking hits the rope or he hits the ball on a string like it's the motherfucker of hey, all he, motherfuckers he does right not now hit the
4: ball on the string he can spray it uh he's not always the most accurate but yeah pete my first pick either played.
0: way Put me up against him in singles, dude. I'll take this motherfucker oh. down, Clint. You hey, hear that?
4: Planning on it. <laughs> you just wait.
0: Let's fucking go, dude. I'm ready.
4: Yeah. I
2: well, that is very interesting, there, Ryan. Um, solid, solid knowledge to just throw in after the fact. Not a big deal. Um, all right. Well, brings us to. <sighs> Pick number two. I'm, I'm on a fence here. Um, I've got some.
1: (laughs) He's on top of a fence right now.
4: (laughs) I'm literally, I'm teeter tottering (laughs) on a fence as we speak. And you've got dinner on the fence. I do. I just got. That takes
0: talent to fucking eat on a fence. Of course, yeah.
2: Well, so, (sighs) all right damn this is tough okay uh, pick number man. two even though <laughs> there is a one in front I see the I saw it today it's Tim Possibilities, I see the possibilities. I am bringing the brothers ream together.
3: Oh, what,
2: what were you saying with the one? With the one. Know, that,
3: what yeah. are you talking about? The well, one. Oh, it, one well, it's well oh, on the records,
2: It's it, it's it's got a one in front, which gotcha. you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. We're gonna I we're gonna put that past. About. We're gonna put that past. I think, kid, who has played both places, could be, um, you know, a good breadth of knowledge. I think if he can get his shit together, I know he's going to play some golf uh, between now and then. Um, I know he's going to be somebody that I think I can count on. And you know what? Even though it was last pick, last time, he had me, you know? So (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bring him in the mix. And I think the brothers ream who have always been battling Royale could come together as one and it could be a force. We'll see.
4: This is I will say but. I'm
0: not trying to get into too much locker room talk right now. I think both of our minds could be spread out amongst the team and probably benefit in that way too. And that's something to talk about off pod, but yeah, that's just something, you know, and I, I would love to be with kid uh, as a team. I, there's no doubt we would win our matches. But uh, I think it, no it may be better to, you know, kind of spread us out, give the knowledge of the courses, my GPS, both our <laughs> games, you know.
4: Man, Clint, you caught me off guard there. The shit talking that I heard today, I thought you were going to let kids slide down the board. I thought I was going to get away with one. Um, you're, you're
1: such a fucking idiot. Like, there's no way he would have <laughs> chose Pete. Uh, like on his second pick, he doesn't know the guy. He could have thought he was sand- like it was a vanity <laughs> handicap. If you were trying to get me, you knew you're gonna have to take me Look, like I've early. Got my
4: strategy. I-, I got it under control. Um, but just of- saying that you thought you were gonna let me slip, like I did. I really thought that he was sleeping on you. I did. Hey, do you know what I did today? What did you I do? Played today? it properly. Because all I did was talk
2: shit about kid today, knowing oh, that I was going to take him number two. Oh, 4D no, chess, no, baby. No.
4: 4D chess. You're so full of it. He's never even Clint, seen a chess dude, what a captain. All right. Come on. I, I got go. my pick teed up. My second pick, I'm taking the one, the only, Evan McGee. He plays with Pete every week, DFW native. Now he plays every week. Every, he, plays, he said he bro. plays every
1: time that Ryan plays, yeah. and he said he plays every week. So it's yeah, kind of every true. week. Now he plays every
4: week. We probably miss one week a month. Either way, Evan is on the squad. Evan and Pete. That's what I'm here for. Clint, back to you, dog. I, I, we I, all. all right,
0: one second. Can all right. we all appreciate the sun setting on Bryce's face right now? It is
4: beautiful. Uh, it, it's gonna play. Yeah, well what a majestic format. sight. <laughs> Gosh, damn it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that looks good. That looks good, Uh, B. All right. All right. So, uh, I'm at a little bit of a crossroads here. There is – man, I am at a crossroads here, but there is a hype guy that
4: (laughs) just brings the heat. Is he on this and he, podcast? And he
2: may or may <laughs> not have just sun shining on his face right now, knowing that he needs to be on this squad. Boy, Bryce, I'm taking him. I'm taking God,
4: him. I knew it was coming. I knew it was happening. You need that. You, you,
2: get, you just got to have it. <laughs> See that right there? You got to have it. You got to have it.
0: Ooh. Dude, all i'm saying right I'm, I'm stoked I'm to gonna... have you be a part of the squad god you know... jeez ryan's gonna be How flying, flying the
3: white like flag people?
4: after the
3: first day i'm so sorry Like,
4: hey we'll, we'll see bryce <laughs> i
3: do i have to say i'm feeling just
4: astronomically outnumbered on this pod right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm <laughs> surrounded
3: by team clint uh, Thanks, Team, we ready. We are born ready.
4: They ready. They ready. Clint, we'll uh
3: just,
1: just, yeah. Go ahead. Never mind. Okay. I, I don't want to play. I don't want to play captain. Like it's his draft, so I. I that's why I'm backing up.
4: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, man. Whew. Hmm. 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 Well, look, I've already gone Team Homer. I'm going to stick to Team Homer. I'm taking my guy, my former roommate, Mr. Dan Karish. He's on the wow. squad. Oh.
0: Have you guys not been on a team together? Um. Yeah, he was on the last year. team with them. Yeah. Yeah, we but have. What about the first Ranger Cup? You guys were on the same team as well? No, I'm sorry. I was talking about the first Ranger Cup. Yeah, the I first Ranger
4: part. Cup we were on the team last year, we weren't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's so a coming home party.
4: It is a coming home party. Dan, welcome back to your happy place. Really excited to have him as part of the squad. He is also a vibe guy. He uh he can play with anybody. Dude has more fun than anybody I know, except for Bryce, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: all right. Well, that makes uh this next pick pretty easy for me. Yeah. Um He probably happens to be who I get to play with damn near more than anybody. Um, You know, one of my good friends, business partners,
4: real Will Zalatoris vibes. My boy, B-White. B-White. I was really, really close to taking B-White there because I knew he was your next pick um but i didn't want to leave dan on the board and start-
0: as a uh no. former partner and maybe potential future partner of b white i uh i'm happy to see him on the squad for sure you know he's uh i think a, definitely an added benefit to any anybody he's paired up with and i think it's a you know a plus we're happy to have him at least i mm-hmm. am Absolutely.
4: yeah yeah for sure all right um my next pick, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. I'm taking Mr. B. Brandon Blonde. B is on the squad. Fuck! <laughs> means yeah, there's no team I, I soul. Did,
2: yes. Damn it. I really, I really, I really did not think that you were gonna take Brandon. That was my next go. I'm
4: bummed. I, I knew it was your next one. I knew I was taking either B white wow. or B blonde from you. So I'm excited to have him on the squad. The dude can game. I think we're going to have some fun. That,
0: that just bummer. sucks that Team Soul can't make an
3: appearance, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a bummer, um, but that's all right. But that, that, that still means right. Team
0: Soul is undefeated, so that's sick. That's true.
2: <laughs> um. Wow ryan i did not expect that from you um all right well uh then that leaves me with um somebody that i know keeps a positive vibe i know can play some golf he's living on a golf course i'm gonna go with my boy jeff kaiser
0: okay okay i'm happy to see him Played one round with him in a majestic Costa Rican vibe, and we were vibing, Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. All right, right.
4: my next pick, I already got it queued up. I just played 36 holes with this guy this weekend, got some course knowledge. Uh, Timmy Summers, Timo, Mr. Chalamet, Mr. Oliphant, Tim, you were on the squad oh yeah clint i mean on. by tim Whoa. oh he's responded yes he let's go
1: what did you fucking go i missed just... it tim's talking right now i can't hear wait him.
2: tim is on this call yes. <laughs> yeah
1: dude been on the
2: call the whole time <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn damn now, now <laughs> i
2: feel like an asshole
0: damn dude it's oh, a just bummer just you're not on the quiet,
2: team and I'm, I'm stoked. Hell yeah.
0: Hell
2: Tim. yeah. All right, solid pick because that was my next go. Sorry, Tim. I'm sorry I let you drop to the bottom like that. That's my fault, dude. We played good golf today. This
1: fun. is technically Clint's last pick because he has a locked pick at the end for yeah. Brian. Which could work a, a in a his
0: benefit or not in his benefit, but... Who's Damn. on this golf pro? Damn,
2: I really, I'm really pissed about that situation. Actually, fuck, because, um, I just wish Brian wasn't in the mix. Now that I don't know what's going to happen with him. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a very strong. Don't know what to do here between my boy Gerber and Justin, uh, my
4: brother-in-law um hey family dog don't forget that's forever
2: yeah um gare <laughs> bear is gonna be very bummed um that i'm that i'm putting him just out to the wolves uh and honestly for you ryan like if he's playing well it could be great for you but i i, I think i gotta get my brother-in-law in the mix <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Justin on on the squad.
4: Hell yeah. I dig it. Well, you did exactly what I wanted you to do. Uh, you might have heard that Dave and Brandon play golf every week with a guy named Mark. Uh, he's on the squad now. He's got a partner he loves. So, Mark, welcome to the squad. And then uh, I guess I got Gear Bear. On the squad as well, Tim hyped him up. Tim, Clint hyped him up. So, uh, we'll see what he brings to the table. But we got a full squad now.
0: Hell yeah, I think we got it. We got it. It's fine. Mark <laughs> Mark and Mark and Brandon, they can definitely work off each other's bad emotions too,
1: okay? Hey. I, uh, that needs, hold, hold, can, I, can I just finish the draft for a second, guys? Uh, in the sure. last spot, Garrett goes to Ryan's team as the... Uh, 14th pick in the draft since Brian is locked at 13 for Clint, given the circumstance. Um, Yeah. So
2: in recap,
1: Clint's team is Dave, myself, Bryce, B-White, Jeff, Justin, and Brian or Ringer.
0: I am stoked on that team. Every name he named off, pumped on it. All good vibes, all good people. And I think we got what it takes to get it back home with the people it deserves to be back with. And then on
1: Ryan's team, it is Ryan, Pete, Evan, Dan, B Blonde, Tim, Mark, Garrett.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm stoked on the squad. I got some local course knowledge, I got some guys that can play some serious golf. And I got some Ranger Cup vets who also can play some serious golf. We got an awesome squad, some good vibes. We're ready to fucking bring the heat. I'm telling
2: you boys yeah, right, right now. I mean, this is like just looking at these teams. I mean, it's not, this isn't even going to be a battle. I'm just so excited. I completely <laughs>
4: agree, Clint. I could not agree. Oh my gosh.
2: I just, I just can't wait just annihilate these people it's gonna be great I, I feel good
4: about it i wish you the best of luck sir we'll see what you got all right
2: boys this is gonna be a gentleman's match and i wish you the best of luck as well but <laughs>
4: you're definitely gonna need it because we got a squad okay we'll see only time will tell my dude
1: Well, in summation, that is Ranger Cup three draft. We've got our teams. We've got the courses. We've got the dates locked in. I'm looking forward to it. It's expanded. We got even more holes, even more action. That's some fun courses. And uh, yeah, I'm stoked to get this thing underway. It's one of my favorite times of the year. So uh, you, thanks for everyone participating. I'm excited to get these details into the, uh, the larger group chat.